Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, to episode 390 of the Words About Games podcast, <laughs> the weekly gaming podcast for Words About Games. Joining us, finally, <laughs> is Mr. Daffin Moody. For 30 minutes <laughs> late, ladies and gentlemen, let's get straight into the news right now. Wow, 95% studios are working on... Uh, live surface whoa, games, whoa, whoa, fuck whoa, them. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Microsoft, Spoilers. they're going crazy, fuck them. <laughs> PlayStation handheld, hell yes. Uh, unions, yes. <laughs> and everything. <laughs> if you don't mind, just before that, we're also joined. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and awesome bits of tells here as well, everybody. Let's <laughs> oh, <it's> go, <good> gamers. <laughs> just if you don't uh, mind. <laughs> That, that, that right there was the three-star champ himself, David <laughs> I think I've got more grey hairs now <laughs> to all of that. Amy, uh, how are you, my friend? Um, you know what? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I finished a video game, a whole-ass video game today. You sure Free. did. I made, a I made a drink of juice, and there, wasn't, there was very little juice left in the bottle. Oh, okay. So it's mostly <laughs> water with the slight hint of orange. It's not good. It's not great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's not. Mm, don't know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> but for those listening oh. on audio devices, uh, Amy's about to put the, the proverbial napkin on that one. <laughs> I think I might just like, you know, maybe we'll just. Uh, push that over the side there, out the way. Just get that yeah. over. Not too far over yeah. the side, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be having technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> But don't talk about them. <laughs> how how's how's how are my peeps? How's my fam? How's the podcast going? You were doing good in a world that seems to be on fire. We're still getting Final Fantasy news, and uh, some video games are cool, and other things are less cool. But uh, yes, it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a whole week. Yep. Yeah. It has been a week. A week indeed. There's no doubt about it. Iceland is on fire again. The volcano's blowing up again. Our PM is a transphobe. Great. So what we already knew about. Yeah, that was a news. Well, yeah. <laughs> what? More, more layoffs. Uh-huh. Microsoft <laughs> went crazy. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Oh, we're going to get into this shit later. I was going to say, but like, Xbox fan nerds went crazy. There it is. <laughs> There it is. I remember thinking after last week's podcast, like, oh man, that Suicide Squad stuff, man, that was ridiculous. But we, you know what? It's over now. Mm -hmm. Xbox but fanboys I, went. We, we can chill. Our beer. <laughs> we can't for chill. Good, for good news, Liz Truss is back with popular conservatives. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I saw someone, I saw a politics Joe put out a video of someone's dancing with her. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's just like, why? Uh, so how did short... you get this? Because how they let you in? Because <laughs> I... they don't like you, politics, Joe. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> uh, for those of uh, you in Listener Land with a short memory, uh, this is the, the former PM of the UK who was outlasted by a head of lettuce. The lettuce is still going, I heard. It's waiting. It's waiting. It's, better policies. it's taking it's seen it's seen Rishi, it's seen Keith, and it's like, you know what? If I just throw my hat in the ring. There you go. I'm 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 a shoe in. I'm not gonna lie. I think this I think the, the UK is so sick of the whole thing right now. I think they would be like, you Let's know what? It. 
Why not? Let's fucking do <laughs> Let's it. Fucking Let's fucking do it. Let's put a less in charge. Can't be worse. What could be worse? <laughs> because it's already on fire. Look, right? If I... And and this is going to sound like I'm just doing my usual little jokey, sarcastic, Amy. But if I went to the vote and my three choices were Rishi, Sunak, Keith Sama, and a literal head of lettuce, I'd vote for the head of lettuce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody put I some googly eyes on it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I got, one of them like, upside down. From, um, <laughs> that film won the Oscar last year. Because they had rocks in there with googly eyes on them. Oh, um, everything, oh, yeah. everywhere, all at once. Yeah, that's the name. That was the one a, where the a... guy literally jumped on a giant dildo. He did. Mm-hmm. Turned himself into a karate kung fu master, which is and like... then gave himself paper cuts, and that was the only scene I could I couldn't watch out to, to turn away. From. <laughs> that's the only scene I was watching that scene. I was like, and then he was just like, duh, duh, and I was like, oh, is he? Oh, he is. <laughs> oh! Short runs back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Damn. never lost a step. <laughs> never lost that. I think he grinned a few steps. <laughs> Still got beat by like the best woman. So <laughs> it's always good. But, yeah, I was going to. Yeah, no doubt mm. about it. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Video games, eh? Hey? Video games, indeed. Video games, indeed. What a concept! I, like I said, That's I finished it. the whole last video game, dude. There you go. You did. You Didn't did. Cry. Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> Didn't cry. Mostly. <laughs> I, I, I haven't finished it yet. I haven't no, finished yeah, it yet. So. I figured. It's fine. I wasn't going to do a thing on it this week anyway. Because yeah, I, I didn't think you were. I only finished it. Got lost. <laughs> I only finished it a few hours ago. I'm like, I need, I need to collect my thoughts here. <laughs> yeah, you need to decompress, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? You, like, decompress. What's the best way of that then? Recording well, a that's podcast. That's a good sign, though. <laughs> that's, I'm hoping that's for me is a good sign as well, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's fantastic. I'll yeah. tell you my story because I, I, I said in Discord chat I had a funny story because I un- unlocked all of um, the lifelinks. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I unlocked all of the lifelinks. <laughs> and I'm not going to like explain how, what the, how the mechanics of it work like in any detail, but they're like, as Moody probably knows, <laughs> they're, they're like um, short side quests for, <clears throat> for Kiryu. And you yeah. unlock them by leveling Kiryu's three stats up. And you do that by just doing all sorts of shit. And there's nine. And I was on eight. <laughs> I'd unlocked eight. And I was trying to unlock the ninth one before I finished the game. But I'd like, I was like running out of ways to do it. To like level Kiryu's um, stuff up. So I like ran around all the towns and I did all the beat and beat up all the people. And like still didn't have enough. And so I was like, right, let me go into the challenges. And like see what I can do really quickly. <laughs> like to just like gain um, soul points or body points or whatever. And the first one was like, all oh, right, yeah, cool, just take pictures. <laughs> Not of anything specific, just take pictures. So I spent 15 minutes wandering around just <laughs> spamming the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so my PS apps folder is now just full of like random pictures. So I got oh, so that. actual screenshots, right? <laughs> yeah, because it takes it. So you take pictures on the phone. Mm hmm. In game and it and it saves them as actual screenshots, awesome. <laughs> Which I didn't realize. Um, but then I was like, oh, I'm still short. Shit, what can I do? Like, and again, it's like, what can I do quickly? Because I just want to get this like out of the way. And then I was like, oh, there's there's one. There's like loads of challenges for eating every food item on the menu of each individual restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking mint. That's sick. I've I've got. I am overburdened with more cash than I'll ever be able to spend in this game. So I'll just I'll just quickly like fast travel around and go into the restaurants and order everything on the menu. Yeah, yeah. I was doing that and then boom, did it. Lifelink unlocked. So I went straight from the last place, the last food place, 
to the lifelink. And I was like, yes, I want to see this because I'm really invested in Kiryu's story. Um, so we did it. It's the last one, so it's very emotional. And then it's very dramatic. And then it starts like there's a fight partway through. When is when is there not a fight? <laughs> yeah, there's always a fight. But like there's this big cli- there's this big climactic fight halfway through. And it goes into the fight. And then I realized I went straight from the last food place to the lifelink. And the last place I'd gone to where I'd ordered everything on the menu was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you were drunk <laughs> so so the fight started and my party is lit up like fucking Christmas lights <laughs> yep. so you got all yep, these guys yep, in suits yep, being yep. like Whoa, we're gonna kick your ass and then it just cuts to like uh, I think Psycho and she's just like three drunken masses right here <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything <laughs> too drunk can't Brilliant. do anything and I was just like oh fuck <laughs> So I went through like three turns before everybody's drunken state wore off. And I'm like, this is supposed to be like the climax of Kiryu's like entire like side chain quest. And I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> everybody's just And by the end of it, she was crying by the end. <laughs> I was. Oh, those emotional tears. I was. Or laughing tears. I was. It was very sad. Let's go. It was very cool. I enjoyed it. But I just thought like, what a moment. And to be honest, not even out of... It's not even a character for the game. <laughs> it really is. <isn't>. Yeah, <laughs> something I'll, like I'll, that to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'll ask this for me. It's like I'm loving what I've played so far. Mm-hmm. Like I've like the character. Like characters really do drive a story, and like that's why I love single player games to the to the higher to the high heavens compared to multiplayer games. You can have fun with multiplayer games, but yeah, characters drive it, and the 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 characters in this game are just absolutely incredibly well written. Over the top, like crazy, like I said last week, it is an anime. You are playing an anime, uh, and it's fantastic for it. I can appreciate if people are like, if you're not an anime fan, and it maybe doesn't work for you, I can understand that, because it can literally sometimes be a little too anime. But um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's so fun, and I hope to, my aim's hope to complete it over the weekend, and then we can have a proper chat next week. Yeah, that's cool. Like, the, other, the other reason as well, apart from needing to decompress, was like, I want to have a proper proper like chat with you about about the mm. game and i knew i knew you hadn't finished it so you would have told us and it's um, also like the internet the internet decided to go crazy this week <laughs> and all sure the stories did. so uh, I, if, I, we, if we quali- had it completed go on, yeah go. let's qualify that it went extra crazy this week <laughs> yeah sure and we're not even at the middle of february yet <laughs> i'll drink to that there you go it's been just Absolutely crazy and stupid and more crazy and more stupider. Yeah. Stupid is not even a word, people. Like, seriously, that's how stupid this has been. <laughs> Making up words just to describe how Making stupid up it's been. Words. All words are made yeah. up. <laughs> they are. They are. What's that like from? I get that re- all I get that, all I get words that made up, dickhead. That's from the Suicide Squad film. <laughs> Was <laughs> it? Yes, I remember. I remember the, that from the, uh, from Endgame. From, I think. From, yeah. no, from in Infinity the, War. Oh, when like he beats the, the Guardians for the first time. In the full, the full irony. Like, yeah, no, because I heard it in that Australian accent. All words oh, made Captain up. Boomerang. Dickhead, and I was like, it's Captain <laughs> Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, the the, 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 the one scene from the game that Squad film, not the bad ah, Suicide okay. Squad film. 
Or the bad the suicide game. <laughs> so the suicide squad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um one that people like but didn't go and see because it was still doing a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched it at home. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I watch most of my movies at home these days because cinemas don't feel safe. <laughs> yeah. The last time I went to the cinema was with you. Spider Man. Yeah. Into the into the, and then after, the and before the, that for me would be the around the Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah. And then f- but before that for me was Avatar. The way of water. Nice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Can't even think of the last time I went before that. It was probably when I did that those three films in one day. That was a fun day. Ghostbusters. Like uh, Ghostbusters, Spider Man and the Matrix. So a horror movie, um, I was right. <laughs> Ghostbusters, <laughs> surprisingly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, obviously. <laughs> I need some help. Yeah, I need ghost. some help. I posted this on Blue Sky. I don't know if it's has already seen it, but I need, I need some help because I've, I've, obviously I've finished Like a Dragon. It's three weeks till Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah. My brain is currently, and I'll read the post up on My brain is currently trying to do the gamer maths. On whether or not I have time to finish Persona 3 Reload before February 29th. <laughs> you did. I put eight. To, Persona, three, Persona 5. Royal. Sh- shut up. All right. Look, typos happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's no edit button. <laughs> shut up, Fitz. Stay out of this. <laughs> no, I, I, actually, I actually posted Persona 5 Reload and then I had to add an extra post that was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't fucking do maths either. Numbers either. Um, yeah. th- three weeks today. But so I, f- I did. It comes out to twenty nine. Yeah, I did Infinite Wealth in two weeks. So what does what does how long to beat say? Uh, between fifty and seventy hours. Oh, that's a. I did eighty two. I mean, I put eighty two in. Like according to my PS five, I played Light Dragon Infinite Wealth for eighty two hours, which means I averaged forty one hours a week. <laughs> which means uh, I played that game. game. <laughs> I played yeah, that yeah. game longer than I worked. <laughs> What my, what the biggest thing would be is it's like you're going back to back to back, potentially doing massive JRPGs, which is a massive intake of just of doing stuff. Weeb for that. shit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> weeb shit. Like, why worry would you would you burn yourself out? So I thought about this. Maybe like if I started playing Persona Three, maybe I'd burn myself out, but. The, the secret weapon to this is the game at the end of this is Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> yes. Like, there's no way I'm not going to be but down the, for that. The ultimate weep mm. shit. <laughs> there's no way I'm not going to be down for Final Fantasy 7 on February 29th. I've probably got that weekend off. <laughs> Specifically yes. Final Fantasy. Yeah, you probably could do it. No, no and gave us an extra day in the game. year so we can play this game. <laughs> So you don't you don't notice because I was because I haven't said anything about it. So I've been like keeping an eye on your trophies for a while, on on like a dragon. So oh I was God. like keeping a, keeping an eye. No no no, we were neck and neck for we a were, while. We were yeah yeah. And then I was off it for like two days. And, and then, then we could I be went after back And then <laughs> Amy was like three percent ahead of me. So I was like, okay, let's catch up. I can do this type of and thing. Then I had four days off in a row. And then she had four days off in a row, and I'm just like, well. <laughs> Never mind. By the end of- I'm not like I'm not a trophy person no. whatsoever, but I just thought it was like it kind of kept me going, like again to kind of keep up with her in some <laughs> sort of way. And now I'm just like, 
I'll just play it on my own PS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about because I was I was keeping an eye on your trophies as well. Just well, yeah. So, just just so I didn't spoil anything for you. Like if I was like texting mm. you, like fuck, did you see this? Like you know when we talked about it last week, and I said the thing at the end of chapter three, I said that because I knew you'd done it, and and we were neck and neck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when I started my four days off <laughs> and then at the end of my four days off I was like cool I'm on the last chapter <laughs> 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 like that's it I've just got one more chapter to do for for context is this a game where you'll chase the platinum for do you have the platinum no. already or okay no. No, you've, you've added to you've added to you all the all the fake Pokemon stuff um, and all the fake Animal Crossing stuff and I'm just like no, okay I'm good yeah, I have no interest in either of those. Like this... uh, fair play to the people who are in everything, yeah. but yeah, I have no interest in it. I've done a lot. We'll talk about it next week, but I've done a lot of the side stuff. Um, like more than I normally would in, a, in an open world RPG like this, but mm-hmm. yeah, like, like I've finished the story and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've got no interest in like grind, doing the finishing the dungeons or like going back and doing the, the, the Pokemon um, thing. It's like, no, I, like, I got what I wanted out of this game. Yeah, you're saving your 100% playthrough skills for rebirth. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I don't even I might. No. We'll talk about uh, it. To be fair, no. Yeah, we'll be. La last remake? No. No. <laughs> no so yeah, you went, you, you, I, you're not going to platinum. Rebirth. No, I don't really platinum games that much. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't. I think they just come out of nowhere for you <laughs> without realizing you've done them. Yeah, they do that's once, that's yeah. the best kind of trophy list, you know. <laughs> it just happens organically. <laughs> Uh, no, I think half yeah, they're of called them. Walk, they're called Walking Dead <laughs> ones. <laughs> oh, Telltale tell tell Walking Dead ones, yeah, Telltale mm-hmm. games. No, I think, um, I think most of my... I think at least half of... I'd say... I think me and Rudy sat down and worked it out once. I think half of my Platinums, I think, are just for videos, like where I've been making videos and I've Platinum the games. Uh, one is Apex, which that was what we did when we played when we were in lockdown. And we would never stop playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We never stop playing it. Um like and then there's a couple of them where it's just like, yeah, it's like that automatic thing. Like I have job simulators platinum because I played the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's just how that game works. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I don't know how many platinums I've actually gone out of my way to go and get, like without like making video essays or whatever. But no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Plat- I try I tend to find trying to like do the platinum grind on most games like kind of ruins the games for me. Like Yeah, yeah. I know Moody yeah. was surprised when I put God of War Ragnarok at number ten on my on my game of the air list, and I genuinely think it got it, it was lower than it would have been if I hadn't have platinumed it. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you lowered it even more because you platinum the fucker. <laughs> I just think I got sick of it, but I was like I was so close, I was like, I'm not gonna be defeated by this. And obviously I was trying to distract myself from other stuff that was going on. That's yeah. fair. But uh, yeah, I think I would have enjoyed the game far more if I hadn't have been like, I'm going to unlock everything. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, I used to like do the trophies thing. Like, uh, but then I just, then I was just like, no, <laughs> I can't be bothered. I really can't be bothered. It was just like, I played to like people who do it. Like when you see like Greg's like one of them out platinums. Like when you come out with it's like, say, Platinum, you platinum Spider-Man 2, didn't you? I think you said. Yeah, and uh, I recently popped the... auto-popped the one for Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Because yeah. we got the PS4 one. Uh, but yeah, like, I'm only on 15 plats myself. Uh, mm. And uh, for, for me to go after a platinum, it's all about whether the trophy list is respecting your time more than anything else. 
like for for some of them, like some of the racing games, like Dirt Five comes to mind. It wanted you to race ten thousand miles in game, and then they patched it so it's a thousand miles in game. But even so, there is enough content at launch to cover that in like any near and <laughs> anything reasonable. But uh, like just uh, this was like height of pandemic of uh, of just doing races while on party chat and jumping in between like games of four guys and and, and doing that. We managed mm-hmm. to, to knock that out. But again, that wasn't fun to do. Uh, but yeah, like Insomniac are usually great with their uh, trophy list, and then recently Naughty Dog uh, have been uh, quite stellar at those as well. My peak is 21 Platinums. That's how many Platinums I've got. Nice. And then I stopped. <laughs> I was like, yes. man, I'm good. I think half of them are like Telltale games. <laughs> Played them on PS3, got them on PS4. <laughs> Why the hell not? I like those games. I want to cry again. Why the hell not? Let's do this. Respect. I got four. I know my first one I've said like was uh, Mass Effect 2. Like I was, mm. I I tried on that one. I won't lie, because I was like really, really into Mass Effect at that time. I still am now, but like um, then I was just like full on. Like I had a mate of mine. We were he was helping me with it, and everything. And it was just like because he already like did the insanity because the insanity because there's an insanity trophy on it. Uh, and I was just like, all right, we're gonna do this. And then we figured it out. Just have snipers. Have snipers. They are the best. They don't run out of fucking ammo. <laughs> Garrus! Universal clips, Legion! right? Legion! <laughs> Finn! <laughs> Sorry, Amy, were you saying you got four? That's plenty. Four. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's all you ever need. Name them. <laughs> Job Simulator, what? Control, Spider-Man, and God of War Ragnarok. There you go. And the only one she really cares about is Control. That was the only <laughs> one I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Spider-Man one just came out of nowhere. You didn't realize you I was. Did it? I was ill. I, no, I wasn't ill. I had insomnia. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. For Inso- like... You had insomnia it's... for an insomnia, insomnia game. game. I did, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I had insomnia for like three nights, and I just stayed up and played Spider-Man for three nights. And platinumed it. I don't want to imagine what your eyes felt like. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> it, was <a> blur. <laughs> it was it was a bit of a blur. Like I wouldn't have done it if I wouldn't like if I if I could have slept, I would have just slept. <laughs> so that's why you didn't enjoy yeah. it because you just can't remember it. <laughs> maybe I didn't. Maybe I did enjoy it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're swinging around New York and oh, you finally slept. And you're like, wait, what? I got the planner. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I finally slept. Like it was like Spider Man. I played Spider Man. <laughs> wait, I planned this sucker. <laughs> What the hell? Coming out of a haze like Green Goblin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Uh, yeah. I thought, like, I, th- I think about going back to get Bloodborne Platinum every now and again because that one seems like it will be fun to mm. actually do. But then I remember, like, that's a lot of Bloodborne, and and, and you got to be in the mood for that kind of yeah. Kind of game. And maybe if PlayStation ever announced the remake of it, they'll. You'll get. You'll go back to it and try and platinum it. No, no. What will happen is what, no. What happen is they'll announce the remake of it. And I'll be like, yeah, Bloodborne remake. And they'll be like, that'll be seventy pounds, please. And I'll be like, it's alright. I've got Bloodborne at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Who, who, who really needs sixty frames a second? It's fine at thirty. <laughs> it is fine at thirty. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. That's the thing about it. I'm sick of. I like. I won't lie. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, I like me and Amy joke, especially how I am whenever. Like I'm always with my new TV. I'm like, fuck it, it's fuck it, it's fuck it, it's fuck it. I can see these in fuck it and everything like that. It's more just I think it, 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 
I, I just act like a pillock all the time for it, but it, it always makes me laugh inside. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck between 60 or 30 frames or 4K or anything like that. I really don't give a flying hoot as long as it's wor- I, it works, it's not mm-hmm. glitchy, and the story is good. And it's character. consistent. That's all I care about. Like, gameplay can be the shittest gameplay in the world as long as car- can car- if characters carry me along, I'm fine with this. I mean, I disagree with that part, but yeah, like with the frame rate thing, it's just like, I mean, Bloodborne's my favorite game of all time. It's not going to get any better just because it's running at 60 frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> they tried that with, be, a, with, a, with a mod and it, and it turns out the game speed is tight at the frame rate. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so the game gets twice as fast. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why they oh, haven't, done that, uh, haven't done that so far then. <clears throat> Probably. My, my funniest mm-hmm. the game speed is tight of frame rate experience is when I try to play the original Deus Ex on my current modern computer and the game speed is tight of the frame rate because it's a game from two, the year 2000. <laughs> the frame rate was frames like 300 frames a second. Yeah. I was like, ah! I was like, this is, this, this is what playing the Flash would feel like. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you couldn't even do jump. You couldn't even jump over a gap. You just, you couldn't time it with how fast you were moving. It was really funny. There's a there's a pad amazing. See, it's one of the only times I've ever downloaded a, a mod, which is a, something to specifically slow the crank game down. <laughs> Praise be the Nexus mod. There's a frame rate limit, and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you think when it's the year three thousand, we'll still be asking the question, have we feel felt the benefits of Brexit yet? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Three thousand. I thought we were still going to be arguing over 60 frames a second. <laughs> I don't know. My brain just went there. I was like... That'll, that'll be the next the latest what? like PMQ. Right? I'm just going to throw that into the water yeah. and see what happens. <laughs> let's ask the last. There you go. Um, let's do video I'll games. I'll still be Prime Minister, I bet. Probably. <laughs> we, I knew we shouldn't have voted for that last. Damn dictator. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Who knew the last was a fascist? <laughs> Should have read the label more closely. <laughs> yeah, underneath, fascist, sent by Russia. Ah, <laughs> uh, sent by Putin. All right, we got a lot of shit. Talking video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best friend is Trump. Wait, what? I thought you meant Trump the snooker player, not Trump the fucking asshole. <laughs> what the hell? Trump the snooker player. That's a ball. <laughs> Can we start with the, the the Last of Us and not Xbox? Yes. Yes, I, I would prefer that. Because yes, I, I would prefer I... that. Because I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I so, have friends, a... we're talking about Grounded Two, the making of the Last of Us Part Two. This was a documentary included in uh, the Last of Us Part Two remastered, which is on uh, PS5. But they also kindly of thought to upload this onto YouTube as well. Which meant that Amy watched it. Yes. <laughs> we all did, yeah. Kind of needed to because me and Vitz were like, uh, I mean, look, this right. Thing. Last, remember last week? Who the state of play? Like, you know, what was the first thing I said? <laughs> <laughs> there was a state of play. <laughs> Someone's going to have to tell me what know. happened. Because <laughs> I didn't watch that song, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but I knew you were going to watch this. I watched this week's state of play. <laughs> But yes, uh, gra- grounded too. Oh, but I bet you did. Oh, yeah, oh, you damn right, I did. I watched it twice. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, need, I, I needed a disco nap because it was on, on like a half eleven. <laughs> I was watching I it was on the too, bus the next morning. I was too busy at work, 
and I couldn't, and my boss was over my shoulder, and I couldn't watch the state of kit, state of ah, direct. Boo! Yeah. Blame my boss. boss. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, there was a lot I of cool stuff in this, in this documentary. It was a fun watch. Um, I always like video game documentaries because I just like mm. to. I like that sort of behind the, behind the scenes, behind the the magic, kind of yeah. thing. Um, no, the bio, the Bioware magic. <laughs> when I heard the words, when I heard too the soon, words, too soon. <laughs> when I heard the words "naughty dog magic" come out of Neil Druckmann's mouth in this documentary, I was like, I took psychic damage. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm amazed your TV survived. <laughs> they were like, there was two moments. Wisdom saving throw. There was two moments because they they, were, they recorded this throughout the, the 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 production. So like they were talking in like 20 whatever it was, like 14, 15 or whatever. And this one guy was like, "Yeah, we don't have producers." Like, like, even if I didn't know where this story was going, like, I would have known where this story was going as soon as they were like, yeah, we don't have producers. And then Druckmann's like, yeah, it's like that Naughty Dog magic. And it's just like, change the record. I've heard this one before. Yeah. <laughs> but they may have learned their lesson. <sighs> I hope also, so. I hope so. But anyway, I, like, I just want to say what I said on the Discord. Like, this is, if not one of, it is easily one of the best, but if not, might be the best doc video game documentary that i've watched i thought it was absolutely incredible mm. uh the grounded one was incredible the the uh, god of war one was an incredible one as well and i even yeah, like raising the, kratos uh, is a is a much yeah, watch as well yeah the for honor one from ubisoft about the for honor game that was really good i was very surprised thinking this is really good oh you poor guy they got rid of you what a surprise <laughs> by the end of it but yeah that was a really good one as well but yeah this was just absolutely incredible and like like we've all like, like well, 2020 was obviously an insane fucking year for all of us and everything for just for the pandemic alone and then and then you take into consideration of like game developers of like what they had to go through for this as well but like i don't i think i might have like just watched did, did my whole this whole documentary just completely reopened everything like what this team went through when mm. the leaks came out the abuse that they got the death threats and everything was just insane to think and then like what we were like you and Mavis were talking about to see the reason why the person who leaked it leaked it I was just like you've got to be kidding me it's completely asinine and it's it's one of these things where of of course like this being a video game documentary goes through some sort of editing process but it is brutally honest at least that's my takeaway of it as well and that there's there's very little left on the table and uh, much like the last first part to itself, it doesn't seem to pull any punches. And uh, they are they are frank about the uh, the challenges that they faced and the pitfalls that they, they landed themselves in. And uh, yeah, to your point, Amy, about them bragging at the start saying, we've got no producers kind of thing. You all knew it was going to bite you in the ass yeah, at the end kind of thing. That's going to work out for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I implore you all of you, if you haven't had a chance to, to watch Grounded 2 yet, I would. It, uh, I believe it's two hours long. Uh, but yeah, it is, yeah, it is a special yeah. piece of content. And uh, to, to Moody's point about just the, the heartache that they uh, go through of uh, the leaks just before the, the game is set to uh, come out and the, of the confusion that's happening because these cutscenes are being viewed without the context of the game and all the rest of it and how Neil is doing his best to uh, care for their lead actors and things like that. And that clip of Laura Bailey will stay with me forever kind of thing. And uh, 
when the game came out and uh, they were doing the the rounds of spoiler cast with all the different uh, news outlets and things. Uh, so Laura, Laura was up front and then saying uh, like how tough it was, but seeing it here, like in in twenty twenty four, it just hit home uh, again, and it, it shows that we haven't got any better as a society, and we absolutely need to. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Like it's it is insane when you hear anything that over just a piece of medium at the end of the day. I can appreciate like you're connected to these characters, you're connected to any type of medium and everything like that. But as soon as you cross a line of threats and abuse towards the people who have worked on the content or the game or whatever, you cross a line and you cannot go back on that line whatsoever because you mm. have turned yourself into a person who is a despicable person and everything. Like, Laura had a child during all of this and everything and, like, she, and she put in an incredible performance in this game. Like the game, an award-winning performance, an award-winning performance. Yeah, and she I, deserved that award. I do remember uh, gloating on Twitter about that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when Laura Bailey yeah. won that game award. I was just like, yeah. fucking, I, I was, I was not graceful. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, I loved how when they were talking about the game and everything and its conception and everything and how what were how it worked how it all came together and everything i loved like how they had an original a different um way of how ellie met well i just want to say we're, we're gonna be spoilers here i think we want to say we've done say a spoiler cast spoiler. before like we've done spoiler yeah. the cast and everything like that but just so you know there's also a little bit spoilers on the game on the on the ground of documentary here like they had a different way of ellie finding joel's body and everything and I'm yep. a little bit thinking, oh, I kind of wish I had that. I kind of wish I would have saw it because I think that would have been incredible. Because you're going down, you, just how they were picturing it, you're going down these stairs. We all know what's happened in everything. We all know what's happened in everything. But there's no one that she's like, she won't know and she's praying to God that everything. But the other one also hits home as well. The other one hits home brilliant as well, I think. Uh, especially with what they were going for in the game. And I think it works incredibly well still. Um, like, uh, like, yeah, this is incredible. So it, it uh, also gives it. it also gives some faces that and names that you may not know in the studio a chance to shine. Uh, one that stands out to me is the lead writer Hallie Gross, and uh, they are a little superstar, and uh, she pops she off amazing. on this. <laughs> she's amazing, yeah. But also, I think this documentary opens up the light of so much misinformation that even can come from a lot of big uh, big websites out there mm-hmm. like 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 the one that i put at the bottom of it, like last of us three obviously we know was kind of going to be in the works we'll be very surprised but going from this documentary he's just started thinking about it last year yeah uh, which is like he's had like an idea and when he said that everyone automatically just thought last of us three's already written blah 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 which obviously is yeah wrong. there's like, a concept at the moment that's it yeah yeah, yeah, like we've report, like we've reported and talked about that. And basically, I think, but we've, I don't know if it was when you were here, Vitz, but I'm pretty sure, like me and him, we were just like, like, Duh, of course, the Last of Us Part Three is get is at least got a script and everything. Like, but that's not a surprise and everything for that. I think but, it was like, like, see, like of course, there's going to be a third game. Yeah, yeah, type of thing, and yeah, it and did to see it. like. After watching the documentary, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Just after watching no, no, the documentary, it did it did annoy me a little bit that like all of the takeaways from all of the different websites and social media, like for this entire like 
really interesting documentary that touches on a lot of really cool points was the last of us part three is coming it's just mm. like okay but like let's talk about the that's other not stuff. that's not the lesson yeah. <laughs> to take away from this <laughs> like, kind of there's thing. some cool other stuff we could talk about that wasn't a, like cut you off and lots of light was just like that was oh, one well, of my yeah. impressions because i saw the documentary you only watched it yesterday so like mm. i saw all of the the headlines for, for it and all of the headlines were you confirmed the last of us part three and I was like, yeah, that was like, the, that might have been the, the least interesting part of the documentary for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I completely agree. The only part of what was interesting for me was that was like more a misinformation of like, you know what I mean? Like I was stating. And like, again, it's just like, again, misinformation going overboard and whatnot. We're going to talk but about like, that shortly. I have yes, words to will, say. Yeah. Very, yeah. But I think it also like it leads into what we're going to be talking about with the Xbox thing and everything like that. Or, or uh, fans going off a lot of information and not knowing the facts and everything because we don't even know the facts when yeah, we get taking, to the Xbox taking facts, thing. Uh, taking yeah. rumors as gospel and just yeah, running which, with it. Yeah, and that's what it is. And it's the same for this one and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's just, it's absolutely insane. And like, I can see why it's just like, why a lot of companies, especially like PlayStation, are like, yeah, we're not going to talk. We'll talk when we want to talk. You can just stay out of it. We do not yeah. care. You are already buying our product. Yeah. So. One of the, <laughs> one of the, the harrowing and uh, what would lead into something, something beautiful about this documentary is when they talk about uh, Crunch specifically and how... Uh, they talk about oh so at the, at the beginning of uh when we first started going we used to provide dinners in for the the team kind of thing and they'd be in their cafeteria that they'd lay out a meal kind of thing and like watching it you know that's a veiled way of saying you're supposed to stay at work and have this meal and then go back to your desk and keep on working kind of thing and then they make they go to great lengths to say okay well we've changed the the change of culture and the approach in terms of we are not going to aim for any crunch whatsoever. And there are and there are PlayStation uh, studios which uh, claim to do this. I don't know uh, as a matter of fact if they do. So Insomniac is one that they have like a zero crunch culture, but they now have a raft of producers and they have procedures in place to make sure that uh, people have a sustainable amount of workload going through and they don't do uh, evening meals anymore, even though that might be handy for for those who live in like uh, low income areas and and what have you. But they don't do it in the sense of, oh, we expect you to stay in crunch and and work on the game past uh, uh, normal working hours, that kind of thing. So I I hope uh, beyond hope that uh, these things actually work in the way that they're supposed to because we hear stories like how tortured the team over at CD Projekt Red were when they're uh, making Cyberpunk and uh how how much they were crunching to do that and i i can imagine it was just as bad if not worse as what the team went through at naughty dog and you can see the light leave these people's eyes when they were interviewing them like uh many months into production and saying well you know we've got to get this e3 demo right and we've got to we've got to crunch it we've got to work like uh all the hours in the weekend and somehow find some more kind of thing but uh, yeah, they, they they owned up to the fact that they dropped the ball in, in many a sense and they need to do better looking after the people there. And I hope beyond hope that uh, they follow through with that. There's no doubt about it. It sucks that they've had that they've done this. This has had to happen for them to realize that. There's mm. no doubt about it. This is something that should be already instinctive of this, like, don't run your team into the fucking ground. Don't do this at all. Yeah. It's like, you're going to hurt them and everything. And hopefully... 
whatever they are doing at that at the Naughty Dog, uh, they, this is now all implemented in place, and they are now taking a time for whatever new game, whatever if it's the new game they're gonna do, what is rumored, or it is the Last of Us Part Three, yeah. whatever. Like, take your time, don't rush yourselves. Because yeah, there's enough video games for people to play. <laughs> take all well, the time that you need. Also, the biggest one of the biggest things that I took out for it. <clears throat> It's like, like they were talking about, like we all know, like The Last of Us Part Two is much bigger than The Last of Us Part mm. One, and like they talked about that all the time throughout this documentary, and it kind of makes me think, next one, whatever their next game is, is going to be smaller. It's going to be like The yeah. Last of Us, La- Last of Us height size, mm. not The Last of Us Part Two. As much as I love The Last of Us Part Two, I adore that game. I think it is absolute perfection. I stated when I finished that game, this game, if this was a film, would get all the Oscar no- Oscar nominations yeah. and probably win most of the fuckers. I stated that when it, when it, when I finished it. I absolutely adore this game. It broke me inside, but also made me feel things that I never thought I would feel and everything, which is 100%. fantastic and, and whatnot. But I don't like I've stated on many occasions like like last year my favorite game was an hour and a half game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite game was an hour and a half game, which I think yeah, yours was an eighty hour game. Yeah. Maybe. Mine was eighty, <laughs> and you said you said oh they're gonna make Last of Us three shorter, and my reaction was to go please let like, them do yes, it, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's no doubt about. It. But that's the thing that that's what's that's made that type that. What you've just said for like the hours you put on the put into Baldur's Gate three that is daunting to me. Even though I'm playing like a dragon right now, and I'm playing a lot of hours, I think I'm like at thirty plus hours right now into that. I'm still I'm having great fun, which is great and everything like that. But I'm also like, I kind of wish I'm, well, I kind of wish I was done. I mm. think games just like I mean we've talked about this multiple times about multiple games, times, yeah. like, like games, like. The Last of Us Part Two was too long for me, <laughs> like and like I can see very clearly now four years, three and a half years since I played since playing it. Like I can see clearly the parts where it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that much was probably the... a bit too big, or this part was probably like yeah, but like what? That's not all here. Talk much about, of the Santa Barbara but... section could go for me in terms of introducing the rattlers and all and all the rest. <laughs> yeah, um, and and the big exploration bit. It just. Yeah, what like, but that's not what you talk about. Like, yeah. yeah, I think I think the Last of Us Part Three being like the the length of the Last of Us Part One. Um, we don't know. I just want to say that as a speculation. Like as a as a thing. Like for me, I'd be like, yeah, that's 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 awesome. Like the Fantastic. last of, the Last yeah. of Us was like the perfect length. Mm. <laughs> like, like I loved Ragnarok. God of Ragnarok. But even I was like, this is a little long. This yeah, is dragon. it is. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Trying to get to the Ragnarok part, please. Yeah, whereas like <laughs> I played, I played eight hours of like a dragon, and and it's like yeah, because that game, that game's story was constantly like throwing out the twists, throwing out the. T- I wanted to see, it, and like twenty five hours of that play time was me going, was me going off to do something else that I wanted to do. <laughs> that wasn't mm-hmm. the, the the golden path, but yeah, no, like the the idea of it being like a Bloodborne esque. Um, world, like yeah. interconnected yeah. world. I was like, God damn, that would have been so much better. <laughs> and melee, all melee. That was like very intriguing. Like for me personally, I'll just say this: glad they didn't do that. <laughs> I'm very glad but they I can didn't do that. For yeah. you, yeah, no, I'm, the melee thing. No, like, like, like yeah. no, like Naughty Dog trying to make a, a Bloodborne esque melee game. Yeah. Like, no, that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have ended oh, thank well. You. <laughs> um, but 
like the idea of that hub world that they had that you explored for no reason um like like branching off into like all of the different places that you go yeah and then you like come back through it and then you go to the next place and I'm, i don't know why i'm doing all these arms but like <laughs> but like that that like when he said when he said that in the documentary i was like fuck that would have been that that would have been cool though. yeah <laughs> i agree i agree with that i do agree with that um but yeah, no, it was what it was interesting to me about watching the documentary was like the the remembering all of this stuff. Because yeah. like I think this might like be the the first documentary about a game whose development I followed all the way through from like start to finish. Yeah. And also had like podcasts. That's interesting, and stuff. yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, like it was we I was talking to Vitz today just before the we started uh, when Moody was having his tech problems. Like the the Paris Games Week thing where they brought up the trailer. Which was the Abby getting lynched trailer? Yeah, this is the Clipper yeah. Wings section. and and um, like it was a part of the documentary where where the the writer uh, Hallie Gross was like popping off, and I was just like fucking yeah, because as soon as they flashed the the article up on the thing, I remember the article, and I remember talking about it on on the podcast <laughs> with with Keith and just being like a similar sort of sentiment where it's just like yeah, it's oh it's contextless violence. It's like yeah, it's a trailer. Trailers are contextless. That's the point of the trailer. Um, also, do a, do a bit of journalism. Just yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I do remember getting really agitated by that that little that like string of rhetorical questions at the time, which was like, oh, did any women work on this? And I was just like, I don't know. You're a fucking journalist. Maybe you should find out. <laughs> and I loved, like, the I, I think it was, 20, was it 2016 Paris Games Week? So, like, what's yeah, that? I what's think that? So. What's that, like, eight years later? <laughs> To finally mm-hmm. get that catharsis of someone at Naughty Dog basically said the same thing I did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which was a nice, like, cathartic thing. And then obviously, like, when they started going through the leaks and the threats and stuff, obviously, you remember, you, you were here for the, for mm-hmm. all of that on the podcast, and it was just, like, it was a horrible time now to, to, to be around. Um, even just from the outside looking at it and seeing yeah, all yeah. the YouTube videos and <clears throat> all the bullshit. Yeah. And it was, what made it worse was, like, because I had criticisms of the game myself but it made it difficult to feel like i could voice those criticisms because the the disc the discourse had just flattened the entire like discussion about the game to the Mm. point where it's like i have legitimate criticisms of the game i still think it's a really good game but like i don't want to say them out loud (laughs) because right now right now all of the voices who are critical of the game are saying like this shit (laughs) yes and i don't want to go near them (laughs) other than to say shut the fuck up what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and then just to see, obviously, like you know, the Laura Laura Bailey's reaction, especially to the to mm-hmm. to to like the threats and stuff. It's just like, man, we really learned nothing in the last three and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sadly, we haven't. To one of the lighter notes, I I want to touch on is how uh, their approach to accessibility went down, and how I think they're one of the pr- premier shooters when it comes to accessibility. And how they had a notion of, don't worry about the cost of uh, how much accessibility is going to uh, do. We'll have those conversations. The leadership will have those conversations with uh, with Sony to to make sure we've got the the money to do that. It's more important right now to make sure that we are uh, speaking to a lot of people with various different abilities and uh, uh, making sure that everybody else or everybody can play this game, kind of thing, regardless of what they can or may not be able to do, kind of thing. And it's uh, I just thought that was really really cool. Yeah, no, like to see the their approach to to building the accessibility options. It's like the game was designed from the ground up 
to to be <laughs> accessible like that's how you do accessibility you don't tack it yeah. on at the end of, of development way like you're in the last few months and you go shit we better make sure we've got all the accessibility options it's like no we mm -hmm. we started developing them alongside developing the game and that's why the last of us part two has like a fucking bazillion amazing accessibility options yeah and that's why basically pretty much most of all sony exclusives first party exclusive basically at that now yeah like yes god of war had them uh horizon 2 had them spider-man had them but yeah like they're all getting them now and it's just like yeah that's fantastic they've took the work that last that naughty dog did and they've expanded on it to compile to make compatible to their games which is just absolutely incredible Good. like i want and, more of that for sure like yeah yeah just, there's uh, no doubt about that just to counterpoint that, the the accessibility options coming to Spider-Man 2 are coming in the next patch, uh, which I believe is coming in March. I don't think they were there at launch. Wait, well, are they not there? Are they not? No. Oh, at least not, not the full raft of accessibility options oh, that they okay. wanted to launch with. Yeah, they didn't even put New Game Plus in for people, like, compared to the first one. So. Start on New Game Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have that discussion next week. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, it was it was a nice like segment. Weirdly as enough, like, and this isn't about Last of Us, this is just a tangent my brain had while I was watching the documentary. We love like, a brain tangent here. I love I was watching the part where they were doing the accessibility stuff and it was amazing, like watching the the, the guy who's blind like playing the game and them going in, in detail about how they designed that like that system. Is it the sonar thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, you pings and it pings different sounds and not and all this stuff. And I was like, my, my and, and my brain was like, Oh, this is really good. Like, yeah. Like, oh, this is really interesting to learn. Man, I should really replay The Veil on Xbox. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to say that game, aren't you? Yeah, I was like, I, I should really were. play that game again. No way. I knew where you were going with that. I knew like, out of nowhere, I was just like, I want to play fucking The, the, veil, the veil, Shadow again. of the Crown. You, yeah. Your mind didn't go, oh, this would be really cool for a Daredevil game. Is no The Veil. <laughs> so where are we going with this? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. it was, we had a funny discussion on a podcast about a Daredevil game. Someone did an April Fool's joke. One, one year and it was like oh daredevil announced for for vr <laughs> and and we we legitimately sat on the podcast and went but that would be fucking sick though yeah that would be awesome yeah <laughs> to walk a mile in somebody's shoes you put the headset you put the headset yeah. on and you, you you see the echolocation shit and you've got yeah. the 3d binaural audio and i was just like it's a funny joke but also i'd play the shit out of that game yeah hell yeah but yeah no it was just a weird tangent my brain went on where i was like i'm gonna play that game that's a good game fair enough <laughs> where would you like to go next friends Something Should we talk about Union? Relatively quick, yeah. Let's talk about. I thought uh, it would be best. Wouldn't it have been best, like to continue with PlayStation to go to handheld? Well, let's do that then. <laughs> the yeah, let's talk about rumors. <laughs> yeah, not run, like, run away with them. <laughs> isn't it your favorite person who announced this? Was it? It was uh, Jeffy Grub Grub, wasn't it? Jeffy Crab Crab getting fucking getting in the shit swing of it with the fucking Xbox stuff as well, being all like, "Well, guys, I've actually heard. We'll get to him." Friends, if this is new to you, we're talking about a rumor that a new PlayStation handheld console is reportedly in the works. Also, there's apparently a rumor for Xbox as well. Of course, there is. Like, yeah. this is the Switch fucking Pro all over again. 
Hey, I thought we decided well, to a Super Nintendo Switch. There's no, no, no. About, no. I, I'm, Moody knows what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that whole fucking year where we had to do four separate fucking podcasts about <laughs> the stupid Switch Pro because Schreier and Grub would shut the fuck up about it. And the entire okay. time I was sitting here going, it's not happening. I don't know why they keep saying it's happening. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. No, 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 no. It's not that for me that take this with a pinch of salt and everything like that, but I'm just like. It's not a surprise if the this is actually true because like there's a ton of big powerful handhelds out there that are doing really well and like mm-hmm. Nintendo have just proven here we've got a great handheld yeah weak as shit but we got we have the best selling handheld out there and we're also a console for everybody um, this is not a surprise if, and PlayStation's um, last handheld that they just released over the holidays is sold apparently incredibly well yeah, I'm still portal. waiting for it to fucker get back in so- stock so I can buy one. <laughs> and I think because apparently it's like really good, and so yeah, this is not a surprise if this is actually true and everything mm-hmm. like that. Again, don't know. We won't find out for years probably, but um, yeah, for, I'm not not surprised for this. For my takeaway of this is uh, obviously the the hardware team at uh, Sony PlayStation are going to be R and Ding many many different types of devices like this, and oh, yeah. it's one of these to to see if uh, concepts will work if they're if and then they'll go away and see. Okay, what is there enough uh, demand in the marketplace to support uh, a device like this? What is the use case? Can we get enough developers and and teams to to build software to to make this run properly? What is the the upside of uh, uh, a remote play device like the Portal and things like that? So I'm sure there are many many different devices that the that are in the skunk works uh, over at PlayStation kind of thing that we'll never hear the light of day of, and it just happens to be this uh, reputed leaker of all things. Uh, Morse led is. Moore's law is dead. Uh, that have popped up the parapet and says, "Yes, this is this is a thing." But uh, for sure, if if the if if they think that it's a viable option, then I'm sure we'll see it in a few years time. A uh, few years time, maybe in line with the PS6 launch, something like that. But uh, yeah, more power to them if, if it gives uh, more options for more people to play their games and stay in their ecosystem. Then I think it can only be a good thing. Just like Kojima announced the first PlayStation 6 game last week, um, they're announcing the <laughs> yes. first PlayStation ha- PlayStation 6 handheld. <laughs> For audio listeners, Amy just died. <laughs> uh, that, that happened years ago <laughs> when it comes to these rumors and everything like that. I just... <laughs> can't. I just can't. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I did go, I actually went back and watched that Death Stranding 2 trailer. And I can now confidently say, that I've watched all of the Death Stranding 2 trailers I'm going to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a bonkers trailer, no doubt. I mean, like, the thing about a PlayStation handheld is, do I think... No, I don't. Like, <laughs> and I was a big fan. I love the the Vita. Um, I got one with my PS4. Um, life. And, and I, I love that shit. But, like, do I think they're going to release one? No. I don't see where it fits into their, their ecosystem. Like... Mm. The you know there's talk about it being like a PS6 companion device, but like how expensive is that thing going to be? Is PlayStation really going to release two separate pieces of hardware at the same time? Like like there's all these questions. Oh, like they've done that already with the v, uh, with the VR. Sorry for putting in there. No, no, I mean like literally at the same time. Like I mean like they're bringing out two pieces of hardware at market. The VR headset came later than the the console mm. release. That's um, fair. I just don't see where it fits. Like the 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 leaker um, lid. Um, like mentions, it's a weaker but portable alternative for the Japanese market, and I can kind of, sort of, 
maybe see that like that that line of thinking like for the Japanese market, but like someone like and and I just randomly came across like the last week's um uh, Japanese software sales for mm. for um because like someone posted them because like a dragon infinite wealth was doing really well and one guy saw it and i was like oh cool and like like ps4 games still had some ps5 games in japan so like i don't like you need to get them upgraded to ps5 first yeah um i just don't i don't know i just don't see it like i just don't see it (laughs) i think the japanese market is more handheld these days anyway when it comes to their stuff so (laughs) i don't think playstation maybe that will be that caring when it comes to that they haven't upgraded to ps5 but going to a a handheld yeah and a handheld on the game then i think a lot of people it'll be perfect for that but i think also like I think everyone's like hoping that they will go back into the handheld market and everything. I guess one praises the V even though it was vastly under utilized by them and everything like that and, and whatnot. But like like the portable has been an absolutely incredible success for them. And I don't think they expected it for me personally. I don't think expected it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't think I yeah, well, I don't think that's a fair, fair analogy. None of us really expected that it was gonna be an incredible success. But I think that I think sometimes we forget how powerful the PlayStation brand is and and yeah, and it just shows that they they are still uh, kicking ass as always, and like you know, release more portables, please. I want to buy one. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the other. Side I do. Of... I won't lie. I'm a schmuck. I want to. I want to go. Give it a go. That's the other side of the equation for for like a PlayStation VR two. I'll just call it just for sake of shorthand. Um, it's just like I mean, we've seen PlayStation release how many like additional hardware options in the last 10, 15 years and yeah. completely fail to support any of them properly. And then they've all not really done that well. The portal's the exception, but the portal they can just kind of drop it and go, Yep, we're done. <laughs> like we did our job. Yeah. It's just a remote player device. So they don't have to release games or like market it or anything like that. It's just like it's a thing. Like if you want it, you can buy it. People mm-hmm. do want it, so they have bought it. Like, I mean, like a PSVR too, like how much like it was dead it was almost dead on arrival because like Mm. it was the case of oh we're gonna definitely support this and then they just didn't support it (laughs) and it's like we had to say play with two admittedly really cool looking games last week but also like that was it like that was all we got yeah and it's one of these things especially with the portal i think my uh i can see and uh like a a portal pro or portal edge coming out which has the all the the back paddle buttons of the the edge with an OLED screen coming out, and people will rebuy <laughs> rebuy that, even though they've got a regular portal as well. But uh, outside of that, I I can't see, I, I yeah, I can't see another dedicated handheld device which isn't just a, a remote play device, which is a niche case, a niche use case to begin with. But it's uh, to to your point, kind of thing. It's a niche case which most people are bought in on because it's new and it's shiny and and people want the new thing. But um. As far as like rumors of Microsoft releasing a handheld, they have one. It's called your smartphone. <laughs> yeah, X Cloud is, and then X Cloud is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, across all I, your devices. I play games on on it. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, they, they won't release dedicated hardware because their whole point is cloud streaming. Yeah, it's, it's all ecosystem. It's not about uh, it's really, hardware yeah. anymore. Well, uh, is that, that, that segue sounds that. like that sounds like it's time for for an indie game of the week? <laughs> it sure does. Hit me with it. Uh, it's half time. 
Um, which means I've got to scroll to the bottom because I put it at the bottom now. Uh, it's time for Indie Game of the Week, where we talk about a cool-looking upcoming indie game that looks cool. Now, normally, I know when it's Steam Next Fest, I do a big, I do an expanded Indie Game of the Week where I'd like. Last time, me and Moody had good fun with it, where it's like I did all of my my game impressions in twenty words or less. <laughs> um, and I want I might do that again next week. I haven't really had a chance to play any demos yet, but maybe but so for now it's just a game that i came across that is called isles of sea and sky looks very nice mm. it's a puzzle game i'm trying to i saw like 16 different fucking games is this the one that looks like a bit like zelda oh um, i failed horribly i've seen so I, I looked at so many indie game trailers in the last few days like i was like which one is this again uh... <laughs> yeah solve yes. open world puzzles yeah it's like a puzzle one. game that looks like um classic zelda mm. yes it's got the the game boy color aesthetic going for it nice um, yeah it measures off in a serene vibrant world mm-hmm Retro inspired uh, atmosphere while discovering and unleashing extraordinary powers and gathering collectibles and awakening delightful new friends along the way. Look at that. It's one of those puzzle games where, because it's open world, you can, like, if you get stuck, you can just go and do something else somewhere else, which I appreciate yeah. because, like, you know, with most video game puzzles, it is one of those things where it's like, if I get stuck and then I leave for a bit <laughs> and then I come <laughs> back, I, all of a sudden I can do the puzzle. Yeah, that's it. Um, but like, because I'm stubborn, like I won't leave the game. Like, so like, Portal was a nightmare for me. <laughs> I'm just like, no, no I'm, I'm staying here I'm and I'm finish this puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's called. Uh, what did I say? It was called Isles of Sea and Sky. I almost Which called it a friends? different game that's coming out next week. Isles of Sea and Sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, developed by Cicada Games, published by Cicada Games, and. Gamma Red Games? Gamma Red Games? Coming 2024 to Steam, there's a link in the description wherever you get in this podcast and you can go and click that link. It'll take you to the Steam page where you can wishlist the game, check out the trailer, read the description, but mostly just wishlist the game. You should wishlist games. Wishlist more you games. You should do. Everyone should wishlist more games. Except me. <laughs> my wishlist is too big. <laughs> I've taken my own advice too far. I think I'm going to make a separate Steam account just to wishlist indie games on. <laughs> but what the wishlist even more games now? <laughs> no, like, I'll wishlist all of these indie games on that account so then I can use my main account's wishlist as an actual wishlist. <laughs> yeah, that's a curated list. Right? Yeah. Like, I need, a, I, need a, I need a wishlist that tells me when games are going on sale so I can buy them cheap. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have games. that at the moment. <laughs> You're going to have an indie account, you're going to have a double A account, you're going to have a triple A account, which will be pretty small anyway because you you probably won't use it for that. Well, <laughs> and then you'll have a discount account. There's, there's, there's no space for double A no more. There's like, there's like 12 Yakuza games I haven't played. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't need a wish list, man. You might own some of them now. That's um, true, 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 true. Aren't they all on Game Pass anyway? So. Well, funny. St- no, I said I wasn't going to talk about that this week. Um, <laughs> let's, um, let's do a little halftime do a little half time i sec. looked at the time and i was like holy shit and then i remembered like oh no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yep. we'll be back in a bye friend <laughs> thanks yeah continue the pause 
icon lagged for a second there. I was like, did I hit the button? Did I hit the button? I did hit the button because it's counting up again. Hello. You did the thing. We're back. Hello, hello, hello. Brought an energy drink. Hey, friends. For the second half of the podcast. We're Gone not... is the if you're tasting juice. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I... got a, a hot lemon. Nice. Cheers. I, uh... Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Refreshing. And... Banger content for audio listeners. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Let me really get in. Don't you have to go like like he's drinking it like mouth mouthwash? <laughs> oh no! No, I'm not going to do that. Not with an energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> fizzy, fizzy, fizzy. <laughs> I'm dying. Help me. Um, friendos. Where where are we going? What are we doing? Let's we, do it. Let's go into the Xbox. All right, cool. Let's hold get on, it out of the way. Let's go to the Xbox. All right. Hang on. Amy's doing things. Why? For audio <laughs> listeners, Amy's gone to it's the like back of her set and turned off her. Right? Uh, oh, shit, I forgot. It was going to be black tie. I forgot. I... Right, rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Why would they play the American national anthem? They're an American <laughs> the company. It's American company. I was about to take a knee. That's it. They don't. They don't accept that. They don't like that. <laughs> there you go. They do, they don't accept the knee. <sighs> so I, I wrote. I wrote this. As you might get, might have guessed by its tone. <laughs> hey, you've wrote something. I've wrote something. It's an amazing thing. Well, I wrote Riffs, a thing in the show notes, and I, I literally I was trying to come up with a, a title for this part of the podcast, like, and it just says, "What the fuck?" And I was just like, "I have nothing." Like, what the fuck can we even say about this? Hi. So I'll break down the timeline of events. Yeah. And then I'll have a breakdown. So this started a few weeks ago where there were rumors that Xbox was reportedly considering bringing Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush to other consoles, which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> hey, man, that's where the money is, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> leaks out, there's, leaks out, there's leaks out there where the guy from Hi-Fi Rush is like in a pose of cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ignoring the fact, and, and someone went, ah, it must be PlayStation, ignoring the fact that like Phil was on stage with the Square Enix guy. Not that long ago, and they were like, "Yeah, oh, we're going to make a closer partnership." But you, I mean, apart from that, it's definitely PlayStation related. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these reports very quickly started spiraling out of control. Um, uh, On the internet? No, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so the Verge... this is perfect legitimate reasons to be excited. That the... is the former for rational people. <laughs> the The Verge came out with a with a report. Um, that they were considering releasing Indiana Jones and whatever the subtitle is on PlayStation 5. Golden Indiana Sun. Jones and the great subtitle. <sighs> Indiana Jones and the something of something. Yeah. Um, and then Xbox era, 
had sources telling them that they were going to release Starfield on PlayStation. Um, and I wrote a note next to this saying, I just want to remind everybody that Xbox Era was the website that we roasted last year for genuinely believing there was a conspiracy among reviewers <laughs> for damage Xbox brand by giving them low review scores. <clears throat> just if that has any bearing on your thoughts about Xbox Era's reporting. And there you go. Um, and then this circled for a while. <laughs> and then my favorite insider decided to stick his feet into it by saying, oh, Gears of War. <laughs> It's going to come to PlayStation. Um, and it, it was at this point I slowly... Been, he says it's been talked about. I slowly felt the need to, to log off of the internet and never log on again. Um, somewhere in the mix, I don't know where this one came from, but I didn't see it like floating around. Halo is now being thrown into the mix as Halo being on PlayStation, which, yeah, sure. Um, which has been upgraded very quickly to all Xbox games are coming to PlayStation. Um, at which point, Moody made a comment in our discord chat about how funny it was searching xbox on youtube so naturally i logged into my burner youtube account i searched xbox on youtube i watched a couple of videos i'm not going to call anyone out (laughs) (laughs) i felt like i was i felt like i was going crazy (laughs) yep you were taking crazy bills um so like apparently now we're um we're abandoning the x microsoft are abandoning the xbox brand exiting the console market and going fully third party and supposedly according to my sources which are a bunch of totally hinged people on youtube this mean um this has all been confirmed by phil spencer um 100 irregardless of the fact that phil had to come out and says look we we have an official statement in a a, a quote-unquote press conference to make next week but no, it's all been confirmed already, so uh, don't worry about it. They have divined the internal machinations of Phil Spencer's brain and uh, everything that uh, they have planned. And they've, uh, you know, been signed off through Xbox, uh, uh, oh, sorry, Microsoft as, as a board and all the rest of it, but it's fine. And it it all means factually that PlayStation will have zero competition and will release PS6 for $700 and or higher, and every single game will cost $100 US going forward. Because that's how it's... It all the all of this works. Mm-hmm. Um, Take the, it to the biggest <laughs> the biggest hit Xbox have taken so far this week though is that they lost Tim Dog. Like they've lost Tim Dog. Uh, friends, if if you're out there with a the drink, pour one out for Tim Dog. <laughs> I don't. Even, I I've never heard of Tim Dog before. And I'll tell you what, wasn't easy to find. <laughs> I assumed if I just typed <laughs> Tim Dog into the search bar, I'd find him. Didn't I know work. They, 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 they must have done the, the salted salted earth principle. Oh, no, he's still there. Well, I found his tweets. I found his tweets. He's still there. I, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he's been like on our podcast where he's been like verifying all this shit and everything like that. I don't. And it's like he does. He doesn't put his face. He doesn't show his face. His his camera's turned off, so you don't even know. Yeah, there was happening. there was a Twitter space. I don't yeah. remember which because there was three influencers. I'm using air quotes for audio listeners. The heaviest that, of air quotes. <laughs> that, that were cited as being like, this is a nightmare. They're losing their influences. Uh, one was Tim Dog. One was uh, Clobril. And the other one was called Risk It. And I don't remember which one of them it was, but one of them hosted a nearly eight-hour <laughs> Twitter space. Um. I drew the line at listening to any of that. <laughs> like I was like, you know what? I've watched a couple of like 15-minute videos. I'm not I'm not listening to a seven hour Twitter space. As I wrote in the next sentence, I'm just trying to play 
like a dragon and get excited for Final Fantasy. Why people <laughs> like this? Yeah, the, the the biggest takeaway of this is not necessarily what Xbox may or may not do, and we'll find out what those plans are next week. So it's kind of a moot point to try and divine what they what they will do, what they won't do, because it'll it'll come out of the uh, it will come out as fact once they once we hear it from the horse's mouth, uh, so to speak. The key takeaway is we Krishna people are stupid when it comes to a brand loyalty and being the Xbox, uh, sorry, console wars and oh my god, I'm going to throw my system in the bin and how dare you abandon the, the platform and I've wasted $500 buying this Xbox Series X and all the rest of it and oh, it's all going down the pan and uh, Xbox it's all dead. nonsense. <laughs> like, they haven't done anything. Never mind, you know, they're, it's they're like still the turning a profit. mask here from Sailor Moon. You haven't done anything. <laughs> like, I saw the leaks. I saw the first two reports. The, this was before the, the internet enveloped me in its cocoon of mm. madness and broken balls. Um, and, and like, the Starfield and Indiana Jones one, I went, oh, that's, that's fascinating. But, like, with all rumors and leaks, as we just discussed. Yeah. As I just discussed with the PlayStation Vita 2 situation, like, I don't really believe any of them. Um, yeah. So I was like, it's going to be interesting to see what comes of this. Um, people just went and flipped the fucking table right over, and I don't understand why. Like, in my head, I was just like, well, Xbox is going to say something about this one way or another at some point, so let's just wait for that. Like... Mm-hmm. Well- so no, it's fine. I was. This was apparently meant to be revealed at like the end of February, but because of all of this craziness, they've moved it up till next to next week. And everything. I yeah. Uh, yeah, Phil came so, out and made a statement. Was yeah, like, yeah. hey, we've got a business update next week. Mm-hmm. Imagine they'll be reporting financial whatevers and doohickeys and shit. Like that's probably where they were going to do it, but they've obviously moved it up because Xbox fans. And I'm using the term loosely there. Um... Loosely, yeah. Like, this is the thing. If you were actually fans out there and everything, you would have their console as the best-selling console out there and everything. And you wouldn't just have the best-selling console. You would have the X as the best-selling console out of the Xbox choice. Because the best-selling console for them is the fucking Xbox Series S. The Mm. least powerfulest thing out there. The digital version. There's no disc version for this fucker. So you're already there in this all-digital aspect and everything. And it's just like, you fucking nuts, a lot of them. I, I, I would like idiot. to politely disagree with the notion that they aren't quote-unquote fans. I, I think the, these people who are clearly passionate about Xbox or PlayStation, whatever it happens to be, they are still qualified as fans. They just happen to be bad people. And well, they still need to be educated and rehabilitated in many ways. The reason I'd say fans and, and use the term loosely is, yeah. um, I mean, again, many of them, as Moody and yourself alluded to, have like sold their Xboxes already, have like changed their branding, or have like gone on rec- like on, on Twitter, on Twitter. Terrains, change the Twitter banner. That's tell, it. <laughs> tell, telling everyone they're done with the Xbox. It doesn't matter what they say in it, like next week. They're, they're, they're done with them. And I'm just like, I mean, he couldn't have been that big of a fan to begin with if that's all it took yeah. to tip you off. Like the edge of the Xbox ledge. Mm-hmm. But I mean, <laughs> I've never been a big fan of console warriors. <laughs> console wars yeah, like yeah, i was yeah, i was yeah. into that shit when i was like 14 but like i mean i grew out of grew it up. right <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> 
Like I grew out of it when I was when I got my own money, and I was like, wait, I can just have all of them. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and or any we, combination we fully... of whatever I want. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and we fully sure. respect that. That is a privileged position to be in, and not everybody has that option. Sure, but the beauty of the Xbox strategy is, it doesn't matter where you play your games. The games will come to you. More choices, more good for more people. <laughs> Reportedly. And Reportedly, sorry. It's one of my takeaways from, from this, which is something I've been hanging the drum about for a while, where it's just like, why do people give so much space? To, and I get why, because, you know, like everybody likes to, to talk about the, the, the leaks and ooh, the drama and ooh, like, mm-hmm. are they going to do this? But like, we, like we take, people take it way too far <laughs> yeah. all the time. I got tired of it years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like, the whole fan thing and everything, like how they've acted this week and heck, all the time, basically, for anything these days. Yeah. And I mean, for all, for everyone out there, people, Nintendo fans, Sony fans, the whole yeah. lot of you. You're crazy. You really are people, crazy. The people who have a parasocial uh, relationship with, like, these brands. Brand. Yeah. Anything, yeah. 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 And these brands don't give a fuck about you, really, to the highest... Con- to, 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 Corporations to are not your they friends. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. They don't care as much as you think they you they that you think they care about you. In effort. Mm. They do uh, to that level. Um, so you are a tool to give them money. In yeah, You're a number like on that. a spreadsheet. You're giving them time. You're giving them the money. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. But I have got some thoughts, if you will. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Um, well, well, I'm just... Uh, there was something I was going to... So it's gone. Oh no! Go, no, go. it's gone. It's my apologies. There. It might come my back. Yeah. Wasn't anything you did. Well, I'm taking the whole fan thing out of this and everything like that. I do believe there's some validity to what's happening with, with what we've all reported before on of something like they've decided they're doing something to change something and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This is just my opinion and everything like that. So, so what I've written so going off right now so this is a very complicated situation i think going off like just with all the rumors and everything for me this is clearly shows that there is some kind of war going on with inside microsoft slash xbox and i think phil spencer uh, for me has been clashing with the microsoft heads for their messaging with uh, one person from Microsoft saying, yes, they we're going to bring over ga- our games to other consoles. And then Phil's been rolling back on that, saying, no, we're not doing this. And then someone else from Microsoft saying basically the same thing of, no, we're going to bring stuff to other consoles. The messaging's all out there. Their messaging has been a mess all over the place and everything, mm. and which doesn't help at all whatsoever because Phil's saying one thing and other people, basically their bo- Phil's bosses are saying, no, we're going to do this and everything type of thing. They have been very bullish on Xbox lately, especially with Phil Spencer and their whole Xbox Game Plus strategy. I was very on board with it when the ne- with the Netflix games of service they offered like years ago at the beginning like of the Xbox One era. Uh, they got battered in the last generation. That we've all noticed. Phil Spencer's even confirmed it himself. We all know they were battered in the last generation. Uh, and have had to try and do something completely different and to try and get us all back on board and everything. And like, I was on board with the Game Pass service. And I think Game Pass, we've stated on many occasions, it is a fantastic service out there for you to be able to get video games, especially with the price point of the S and everything. You know, the S is like 300 quid or even cheaper now mm-hmm. and vice versa. But clearly to Microsoft, it isn't working. 
like the movie industry, it's finding it that subscription models are a pain in the butt and are stubborn things. There is a mass of money getting sunk into these things, and once you reach a plateau of costs, where basically you basically you pay, you pay the bills, and then you get over that plateau, you start rolling in the money and if you're bringing in the profit type of thing. Microsoft, to me, is that saying they've never hit that line with Game Pass for uh, and. It, and I think that's why they are now trying to pivot to other things, and they are and Microsoft are sinking to not. They want to. They're not. They want to start seeing returns in their investment. Microsoft also have just for me overly spent sixty nine billion dollars on Activision Blizzard, and it would and it would take strict uh, strictly if they stick stuck to the Xbox Phil Spencer plan right now about over thirty years for them to even break even and get that recoup that. Again, Microsoft, I think, are wanting to see a faster return in their investment. And that's why eBay Key Games, for me, just what I think, which I think, this is just me, and I'm only going off with the research I have seen and everything, uh, I think next week they'll announce that ABK Games are going to be all third party. They're going to go on for everybody. This is me. And I don't, and I think, I think Professor and Xbox do not like get along whatsoever right now. I think how Pete Hines all spoke about it and everything. I think he, he showed and he's even spoken about it. Like he wasn't happy that Bethesda games weren't exclusive or that they, they were exclusive and they couldn't go on other platforms mm. and everything, which I think hurt Starfield like crazy. Starfield had the lowest numbers. They may have had a good high uh, play account, but compared to what like what the Fallout 4 sold far better than Starfield did. Yes, it's on Game Pass and everything, but it's like, well, is that model really working for them? This is two seconds. Yeah. Oh, go on. Well, I was just because uh, I know you've got stuff written down, so I don't mind breaking breaking in. <laughs> um, just just while you're talking about Game Pass, like it's something that's been on my mind uh, for for a little while about Game Pass and just about game. The way we, I don't want to say consume because I hate that word, but like the way we like as a as a whole, like not just like us or enthusiasts, yeah, yeah. but like um like consume games versus movies and and tv shows like i know like streaming services in the in the movie and tv industry is having a bit of a moment right now but like i'm starting to wonder if a service like netflix for games is gonna struggle more than netflix did when it broke into the industry just because of the way people like the majority of people like to get their games because even I've been thinking about this recently. Even I've been thinking about this recently. Like, I, like we were just talking about it. I want to play the old Yakuza games, and they are all on Game Pass. But I can also buy them for like three ninety nine when they're on sale. Um, mm. And there's like a war going on in my brain between like cost versus cost of doing things one way versus cost of doing things another way versus the fact that these things cycle in and out of Game Pass constantly. Yeah, I think um, that's very point versus like just having the game there for when i want to play it or when i want to replay it because maybe one day i want to replay it like there's there's so many games that i've played in game pass over the past however many years i've been subscribed which basically since day one like i've been there subscribed that i was like i I would think oh i'm like i want to play that again or oh there's a game in game pass that i want to play but then like i get the notification like oh it's leaving and i haven't played it yet shit you know like persona Mm. 4 was a great example where it was like well i'm not gonna be able to play that in a week so (laughs) like that's gone and i gotta buy it anyway um and i just i like it's just like i'm not i'm not driving towards any grand point here it's just something that i think is interesting when you compare game pass to something like netflix 
Yeah, I know, but it also doesn't help when def- when Microsoft or Xbox have said the Netflix of gaming. Yeah, they've no, said no, this no, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they've they, brought that, that in, in that, comparison. Yeah, yeah. That messaging, it has <laughs> not been that great. Um, yeah, so I think there's like like there's been a battle like crazy when it comes to Bethesda and Xbox in general. What also hurts is that I think uh, Xbox uh, bought two massive third-party publishers, Bethesda and Activision Blizzard, especially Activision Blizzard, uh, and they are struggling to work this all out and everything, and I don't think they are best suited for it. I think on the multiple times, like you and me, Amy, have reported um, like the last two years of tons of their studios are just poorly run Games are not coming along. What's happening at uh, the, that quadruple A studio that's completely falling apart? It sounds like it. Halo's falling apart. Uh, state, we don't even know what the Red hell's happening with states. Yeah, three's falling apart. Three, like, yeah, yeah. The whole thing. The only one I think we're here that's really working really well is the two games that are potentially were gonna are gonna go out there that we can basically not one hundred percent confirm, but it seems like they are going. That's High Five Russians, Sea of Thieves, which is like one's rare. Rare's been, I think, the only one who really just cracks on and keeps on struggling along. And probably... I think Rare also has the, the advantage of being one of the first acquisitions Xbox made. Like, they've yeah. been around for so long. Like, yeah, but like all yeah, of those shit together. they bought in like, what was it, 2016, 2017? Yeah. Like we're only now starting to see the potential of their games starting to come out and everything. Which, yeah, we've stated on many occasions, the video games are a pain in the ass to fucking make and they are difficult I can literally vouch for this serious, <laughs> like <laughs> it's insane how things are stuck together. It's absolutely incredible. But yeah, I think them buying two third party publishers are just is not helping this whatsoever. But obviously, I feel like they overspent when it came to Activision. And I'll state this, and I'll finish. I'll finish with this. I said it at the beginning of the year. Phil has lost for me. If what is going to happen, what I feel is going to happen next week. Phil Spencer has lost. Phil Spencer will leave. I think he can't stay. He's lost. His, his plan has fit to them has failed. So for me, he will not be the leader to take what they want to do for Microsoft, for Xbox from now often. And I think he will be gone by the end of the year. For me personally. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts on this whole thing. I think Microsoft is like... A, uh, they've just made the decision and it's a decision which uh, always pisses us off money <laughs> yeah bring in we want our fast returns we want to we just give you all of this money to buy a big publisher we want the return even faster we saw what hey microsoft not microsoft the activision released a broken ass call of duty game still the best-selling game last year and that was on everything and they're just like well, why could yeah. and they would they would have done Alan they would have analyzed. So if we took this off everything, which we know they haven't, like Call of Duty is going to be on these PlayStation for like the next ten years, and years, and yeah, and etc. etc. But they they would have done the test analysis of like, what if this wasn't? How much were we going to lose? And that's basically how it is, and it just comes down to sadly money all the time. It does, and like you know, I'm never going to sit here and fucking. <laughs> back up a corporation (laughs) but i don't see like i'm not going to talk about like what the leaks are and what what the information is like Mm -hmm. i I made a decision this is just my opinion on the research that i yeah like i made a decision i'm just gonna wait until they tell me what's going on um and i agree even even before 
the vortex of madness opened up beneath my feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's fair. But I don't see a bad thing if Xbox exactly. release their games on other platforms. Like that just means more people can play their games. That, yeah. that was the point I, I was don't making. Either. I should have put that in as well. I don't see this as a bad thing. No. Like I think I don't think like the Xbox first party exclusives that have that been their heritage, like what Rub says, Gears of War, Halo, and everything like that. I can't see them going. If they do, fine. No. More players get to play incredible games for people who have shouted on the rooftops that are incredible games. You know, that's what I want to see. I would love to see that and everything. That's fantastic. And but I think, yeah, I think these those two publishers that they bought, yeah, they're gonna go. I think Bethesda's poise will be like a year exclusive, so like you can only play it on Microsoft for a year, and then it then goes through after. Yeah, every time exclusive thing. But then I like for for Starfield, and when the the Bethesda thing went through, it could be the case that they were developing a PS5 or PS4 SKU to begin with, kind of thing, and it might they be were. that a lot of that like works. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it it's one of these, and uh, yeah, more choice for for more players to to play uh to games and on the playstation platform if it happens to go there pay full price for them as and and uh yeah like i said more choices there's no downside and it is just these people who wave the banner for xbox and and put all their personality into a corporation and, and those are the only ones which are losing out and it's kind of well you kind of need to get your priorities first rather than uh before you start worrying about anything else kind of thing there's not even a downside for sony or nintendo here like they have microsoft have to but pay Sony and the Nintendo to allow them to put their certification on their costs. Absolutely, thing. yeah, yeah. So and and if they stay on physical and everything like that, at least on Blu-ray, Sony gets tickets because they invented Blu-ray. They get all the profits anyway. And with the games going on their services, Microsoft, uh, not Microsoft, uh, Sony gets a profit for a thirty yep. percent profit. Nintendo will get a thirty percent profit and everything for it. So this helps everybody. This little. This potentially could, like, you know, all the things of like, of um, like all what we talked about a couple of weeks ago is like the is the video game industry heading for a crash. This potentially could help stop alleviate because everyone's helping each other. Even though Microsoft, even though Nintendo and PlayStation aren't going to put their exclusives on like on Xbox, it's just mm -hmm. what they're not they're or not going to do other's. that. We know this. Yeah. Or each other's, yeah. But like, this potentially could help alleviate the craziness. Which is, which would would alleviate my fucking anxiety. I won't lie in the industry, <laughs> even though it really pisses me off still to the day of like, hey, Microsoft, you fired almost two thousand people last week or two weeks ago. Now you're a three now three trillion dollar company. Like seriously, I can appreciate where people are coming from, and I understand from a certain point. Like, yo, you already had this division on Microsoft, so why, yeah, I can understand from a certain point, but at the end of the day, like, I'm pretty sure there's a report out there that the, isn't the FTC are now asking them, wait, why have you done that? It's so, yeah, yeah, the FTC reported, uh, I think it was this morning. Um, what it was happened, this morning, yeah. What happened there was, as Moody will very well know, because we had to spend the entire year talking about this, um, <laughs> one of the things Microsoft promised was that they wouldn't fundamentally change, alter like how Activision Blizzard works and fire, firing 1,900 people and amalgamating um, a lot of the job roles from Activision Blizzard into Microsoft fundamentally alters how Activision Blizzard works. Like, 
So the FTC are now back in, involved, um, and like they've got a decent case, but it's the FTC. Um, so yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know if they're going to make the case this. very well. But like, unlike yeah, yeah. the unlike the the direction that they approached the the last lawsuit from, like they actually, had, I think I, I feel personally, and I'm not a legal expert or a business expert, but I feel like from what I've seen so far, it's like they do kind of have a like stand on here. Yeah, the, the initial defense uh, has been that these layoffs were planned already, but that doesn't track with the, no, with no, the volume. No, because, because you have to, you have to, no, yeah, the volume, yeah, sure. And like, yeah. the, it would just decimate Activision Blizzard as, as uh-huh. a company if if they'd done this um, independently. Yeah. But also the WARN Act in California, like, means that if Activision Blizzard were planning to do these layoffs, they would have had to, by law, um, inform the state. So. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's one of these where, uh, yeah, you've got to act as business as usual uh, in the event that the acquisition doesn't go through, kind of thing. So if you weren't do you plan to do that, then that's just bad business. That's but, worse. That's worse for them. Yeah, like, that, that's, that, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, because then it's it proves it. I don't. And, and again, I'm not. I don't know if like legally it proves it, but it kind of proves like that they were if they were planning this before that they were lying when they said it was going to be business as usual. Yeah. Um, what? Don't lying. And I, I think I don't think you can lie in court. I think there's a thing. There's something. And there's, a, there's an yeah. oath thing. Yeah. You have to put a hand on a Bible and everything. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Go yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Or if you, if you're not religious, then you know, a spot the dog book is is one of those books. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I think I made copious amounts of drink shoot out of Amy's nose. <laughs> Did you wait until I took the drink? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the, the puns come where they come. <laughs> I can respect that. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, that was a thing. Um, wait, if we're done, are we done? Because yeah, I, I think like, we're we'll, done. We'll, we'll, I am we'll talk done. About yeah, in a week, and and I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to get on my soapbox for a minute. <laughs> And talk about this other report that was circulating. Like, man, Go for I'm, it. I'm really going with a fucking machete against all these content <laughs> reports. Um, about the the one that I'm sure a lot of people already read, the 95% of studios working on live service games. Because, Vitz, you shared this in the Discord. I did. And my first reaction was, holy mother of Christ, why? And then I clicked it and I read it. <laughs> <laughs> and I very quickly pulled out um, a quote that I highlighted in our doc, which um, says, the report notes that traditional... Um, nope. That wasn't even... Where? That wasn't the one, that was it? Was, I, I highlighted the wrong paragraph. My apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, the survey defines live services as any regular update cadence planned for a game. Which is... Yep. which? Yeah, that's most games. <laughs> like, that's every game. That is, that is a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So, like, obviously, I pointed this out in the thing. I said, I don't think it means that, like, 95% of devs are working on suicide squads. Um, yeah. Because, like, with that definition, Dead Cells is a live service game. Slay the Spire, Pokemon, <laughs> this is a live service game. Yep. Um, everything is a live service game. But what was fascinating about this was, um, like, keeping an eye on, on, on the Xbox shenanigans meant I also saw a lot of other, other posts, and I saw a lot of people posting about this. Um, and what quickly became apparent, and it's something that, like, is not going to be news to anybody, but a lot of people read the headline and then The headline post, and ran with it. <laughs> and yeah. 
this is something I've definitely gotten on my soapbox about before on this podcast and on social media, which is like people need you need to stop just reading headlines and then formulating thoughts about it. You need to read stories mm-hmm. <laughs> because. Yeah, the 95% of devs making a live service game, that's a sensational thing, and holy fucking shit, if that's true, like, that's, like, forget Crash, the video game's gonna crater straight through the crust of the Earth's core, but then you read the report, and, oh, it's it's not that at all, like, mm. that's not what this is, like. It's, then, it's kind of, it's kind of a sensationalist headline to begin with. Yeah. However, you're completely right in terms of, yeah, the onus is on the uh, on you, dear reader, to to click on the the headline and and read the the paragraph which says which qualifies what a live service game is because everybody's going to have a different definition. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that that gives a lot of context and a, a lot of people are putting down pitchforks and, and lit torches uh, after after seeing what the article is actually about. It's like a miniature. It was like this was preparing us for the Xbox stuff. <laughs> it's like this was a <laughs> yeah. miniature miniature like version of Test that. the waters, like, right? We didn't, yeah. we didn't learn our lesson from this moment. <laughs> right, we're, like we just need to think for for a minute. Like ninety five percent is too high a number. Like if you saw that number and didn't question it immediately, like I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, like I don't know, man. Like people, click links, read things. Click click the links in the things that you read to the sources to read those. <laughs> like. Yeah. I wish it didn't have to work like that, but unfortunately, with with our media current media landscape, it does kind of have to work like that. Uh yes, that, 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 there's no more to say uh, on that. Can we talk about some positive news uh, about uh, a union forming uh, at a at a company? Uh, so, friends, uh, this week uh, employees at IGN. Uh, formed the IGN uh, Creators Guild, uh, which is essentially a union which they're taking to their uh, masters at Ziff Davis to uh, collectively lobby for uh, improved working conditions, improved employee contracts and all that good stuff. Uh, I think this is a positive in terms of the number of people who who are supporting this uh, movement. Uh, They currently have a petition. Uh, They have their own uh, Twitter account. Uh, I think it's uh, IGN Gill, don't want to say it is. Uh, yeah, and uh, essentially, yeah, they're taking this to their paymasters at Ziff Davis and uh, saying, okay, things are really good at IGN at the moment. So uh, uh, Reb uh, from uh, IGN came on uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily uh, to record a short segment with uh, Greg Miller to uh, explain, A, what a union is for people who are uh, uneducated and why there's a need to have this uh, during the good times at IGN. So uh, they went to great lengths to, to state that, uh, you know, they're not on the verge of, uh, of laying anybody off, at least that's what they've been told. Uh, but in the event that uh, they... Uh, they do or they just want to ha- uh, fight for better working conditions for everybody there and make the uh, the company a more attractive prospect to people uh, who want to uh, look for a job in the industry uh, I think it's I think it's a really good thing my my one uh, my one critique is that I I accept that it's a necessary evil for them to have a petition for Ziff Davis to formally acknowledge them as union and then there's some paperwork to do and then they can be essentially ratified and then they're being able to collectively lobby and be recognized by the law of the United States in order to, to get this through. They shouldn't have to do this in the first place. Ziff Davis should say, oh, this is a good thing because 
uh, you know, it's going to improve the the, satisfa- the satisfaction and health and welfare of our employees going forward. Maybe that's not their top priority, but it should be kind of thing. And uh, yeah, so uh, I currently, they are just short of 4,000 uh, signatures on their petition. So if you're so inclined, then uh, you can go over to uh, their uh, Twitter account and find the link there to go and uh, support them. Done. Yes. <laughs> also, it takes it's, two seconds. It's it's at IGN Union. And sorry, yes, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I did that in the time you were talking, so <laughs> hell yes, and that includes finding yeah. it. And I was gonna try and find it on my laptop, but I'm logged out of Twitter on my laptop, and I don't think that's a bad thing, so I had to get my phone. So it was a whole thing, probably be quicker for you than it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations to the IGN, uh, the union, like, yeah, F1 greatest guild, yeah. Looking to unionize either way and everything, like, because sadly, like what you said, Vitz, like companies don't give a fuck. They have yep. to be forced to accept a union and everything like that. It goes against, basically, I think it goes like against, against American beliefs these days of of a union. And, like they they fight against it to the to to the hearts bleed content and everything. But either way, um, yeah, that's what it's freedom's like, all about: freedom of exploitation of the working class. Free, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's great to hear that things are going great and everything like that. Yeah, I know, like, we bitched about them, at least some of how, like, certain articles were written and everything, like, a couple of weeks ago and everything, and by certain people. No, uh, but, um, yeah. Go on. No, there is one thing I wanted to say, actually, on that, which is I know I dragged um, one person in particular last week quite a bit, um, rightfully so, um, Destin from IGN, but actually, like, mm-hmm. during this Xbox stuff, like... He's had his head screwed on straight for this, and I just I, I felt like it was I felt like I kind of owed him after last week to just say, "Good job, yeah, Destin. Well, good, good job, Destin." <laughs> but also, like he shared some of the abuse that he's gotten from Xbox fans for basically having a level head during all of this, and that's fucking un- unconscionable. I was meant to mention it earlier, yeah. and he just reminded me. So. Wait, wait, what? He's like, he's been like. Calm you calm down about the Xbox thing. Yeah, he's basically been on, yeah. on this on that page of hey, we should just wait until see what they say. Like yeah. and then <laughs> and people came after them with the notion of, oh, were you quick to, to say this and this about well, this well, type of like, when it comes yeah. to Xbox? Yeah, you're quiet. Yeah. His DMs lit up and I was just like, you know, Don't after after people. after what I said last week, I thought it I thought I, I want it to be fair and balanced. DM. <laughs> yeah, that's there fair. That's fair. But uh I hope you are doing well, Destiny, and I hope you haven't allowed them to get to you and everything like that. But don't be a dick, people. Like, people, like, seriously. But yes, congratulations to the IGN team. I hope this does, like, work out for you and everything like that. It's great to hear, like, like I was saying, it seems like, you're, like Rebecca said, Rebecca uh, Valentine said, um, everything's going really well, it seems, for IGN right now, which is mm-hmm. a great thing, I guess. Like, you say, we want to hear that the companies run, run well, they've got great staff and everything like that, and they're working really well, and yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, the, the the core message from them was uh, things are great at the moment, and we're doing this so things can remain great and get even better. Kind of thing. It's not unions aren't just for when it all when the shit hits the fan. You know, the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, don't yeah, form a union that. during the bad times. That's a bad time <laughs> yeah. to form a union. Uh huh. Um, Before we, I, I feel like we should finish on the state of play. That's where I was yes. going. I was going to ask, can I just go to the Capcom thing? I was going to ask. I was going to ask if we go to the Capcom thing. So. Let's swing by well, Capcom Lane and then end on a little well, Final Fantasy. We've got plenty of time. There's, there's, there's a, like, we'll see what we get to. But yeah, let's see yeah. what Capcom. Uh, let's go Capcom. Uh, so this Give is me Dino Crisis, you rat bastards. Pick uh, uh, Dino Crisis. Let Stop me read the title first. <laughs> around Capcom. 
So you had VGC to have seen reports. That <laughs> yeah. uh, VGC reports that Capcom survey asked players if they want to see sequels or remakes of Lap Series. Uh, a new Capcom survey asked players if they want to see sequels or remakes of certain current and old series. Uh, the Super Election Survey, which is found on the publisher Capcom's town website, asked 10 questions about various aspects of Capcom. Yeah. So really? This... Go! <laughs> every single answer I put in was fucking Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis! Give me Dino Crisis! Stop it! Now! Give me it! You've already teased me enough. Like your new engine's like called Dinosaur something or whatever. It's like it's like you're literally pissing on me and you have the courtesy of calling it rain! You little bastards! Give me Dino Crisis. Give me now. Give me. Give me. Give me it now. Because you're gonna remake Veronica for those bastards who don't like Veronica. And you're gonna remake Resi 5 and you're gonna remake Resi 6. And they don't people don't even like those games, but you don't remake Res Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis! Give me Dino Crisis! Now! Now! Do you remember the discussion we had? Do you remember the discussion we had like 20 minutes ago about how to be a good fan? <laughs> and then not go after people? This is He's all suffered. He's suffered. <laughs> to be fair. No, to be fair, not only is Capcom <laughs> been giving him this, like, but to be fair, I've been winding him up for like years. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. She has. She has indeed. I no, but also, this is all in jest. I, have to, I just want to read This yeah. is all in jest. I have not put, I did not do the surface in fucking Dino Crisis. This is all a character choice question. You can't You can't pick Dino Crisis more than once. There's a few things I noticed about about this about this server that fascinated me um i mean the first one is as for reasons that will become evident when i finish the video essay i'm working on when i saw capcom talking about commando it triggered my fight or flight response um <laughs> there's two different questions here um one was for sequels or new games uh dino crisis is in this one and <laughs> so is Monster Hunter, which has a sequel coming out next year, yep. and and Resident Evil, which I'm I'm assuming has a sequel coming out next year, um, yeah, at least soon, at least like the, yeah, announced this year. Yeah, there's like some weirdness here where it's like, oh, do you want to see a sequel to these games that are already definitely getting a sequel? Like, yeah, like Street Fighter Six came out last year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a De Devil May Cry as well, and Dragon Dogma sequels. Yeah, Dragon Dogma's in there. That was the one I was going <laughs> driving towards. It's like that's coming out next month, you know. <laughs> Did you forget about these ones, Capcom? <laughs> um, like, didn't they just do a re-release of Ace Attorney like last week? I think they did, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know what? Like, it's cool. Like, just laying the groundwork, seeing like what what pops off. Like, I wish we like because we're not going to see the results of this survey. No. But I wish we could because I think that would be really interesting to see. Um, and the second one was there's there's another question which is would you <laughs> is there a game you would like to see completely remade with the latest technology, including characters design and story direction? Dino Crisis isn't on that list. Yeah, that made no sense to me. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> All you get is a is a HD remaster. <laughs> I was so I'll confused. Buy I'll buy it. That'll be okay with this. I was so confused with that because I was like, so you, you plan, so you, so you might make a sequel to Dino Crisis, but under no circumstances will you remake Dino Crisis or conspiracy theory time. I'm getting up to oh, the camera. 
Well, if they're already making it, and that's why it's not in the, in the poll. There's my there's my contribution to the nightmare of rumors there you go. that have been spinning so, around. You know, for Amy, whenever Achilles fest thing is this year, and you're down here and everything, which I'm surprised you're going to be coming down. I'm Capcom guessing. will do their own um, thing for, for, for um, they do their own thing. Or whenever they do. I've just, they announced they're doing oh, a thing. I've just guaranteed we're going to have to live stream every single Capcom event. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Do you remember when they did their E3 conference? Oh, well, what was E3? And uh, people was like, oh, no. They, they accidentally played the video to the previous E3 because it was all the same games that we're talking about. <sighs> That's the only Bye. reason I can think why Dino Crisis would not be on on, on that thing. Or yeah, they're just, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. seriously mm-hmm. not interested. It's, it, it's like it's one extreme or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Which again makes no sense. The last three dra- Jurassic World films may all made a billion dollars. Even hey, we get a new Jurassic I... World movie next year. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's intriguing. But either way, um, as long as it's better than the last one, that's, I don't care. <laughs> Other interesting note: Exo Primal's not on this list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind a Lost Planet. I think that would be a good. I uh, wouldn't want it for a sequel. I would say, like, yeah, remake it. Go for it. Like, give it a whole revamp and everything. You've mm-hmm. got one of the best. This is the thing about it. You've got one of the best engines out there. Like, I think everyone, I don't think anyone says anything bad about their res, the Resi Evil engine or whatever the hell they call it. Um, uh, yeah, the RE, RE engine. RE engine, yeah. And like, so it's like. You can make anything it. with that thing, man. Like, the first game I played on the RE mm-hmm. engine was fucking Kitchen. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes yeah and before oh, yeah. everybody knew it was a resident evil game <laughs> yeah that was true that was true one that of my favorite true. egx experiences of all time <laughs> there you i go. love telling that story but i'll, I'll say it. i won't say it here but um I've, i'd like to see them remake onamusha because then it will give me an excuse to sit down and actually play it because apparently I'd really love those games, but I've just never actually sat down and played them. And then John Reno in the third one. Do was on the box art, right? <laughs> never yeah. played them. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah. Capcom yeah. doing Capcom things. Yeah, let's Capcom do Capcom. See what, see what the thing call. is about it, Capcom has <laughs> still been uh, absolutely been front, incredibly successful, obviously, like Resi's been nothing but incredible for them, even though like some games I think have been mixed for some of us and everything. But like Monster Hunter, like I can't wait for the next the Monster Hunter game next year. I think that's gonna be absolutely a banger. Mm-hmm. And I am looking forward to see whatever they do for Resident Evil 9. Yeah, 9. Yep. 9 is the next which one. I'm, which which I'm guessing one. is gonna be the next one. I think it'll probably be announced this year at the uh, at their own thing or Keeley's Fest. And They'll announce it during the summer. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. I'm looking forward to it. Like Capcom, like they had like their turnaround the last ten years has been incredible. So like they've been a really good success story, even though we don't agreed on a lot of things they've do they do sometimes. But either way. I'm looking forward to see how they're gonna top Lady Dimitrescu. So yeah, bring it on. Just so you know, if they do announce the Hino Crisis remake, you will hear me from the moon <laughs> there so we go and I get an I told you so out of it Amy's gonna work on her I told you so dance it's, it's from, my, by it's, Elliot from Scrubs <laughs> it's my character redemption arc I've, I've teased Moody for years that Dino Crisis is never gonna happen and now I've just flipped on him <laughs> mm. 
I'm being like, hey, it's not on this list. Hmm. <laughs> it seems like a prime candidate to be on this list, considering other PS1 games are on this list. <laughs> mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. No. Speaking of PS1 games, smooth duck segue. Should we talk about a little game called Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. I've never fucking heard of this game. You're never gonna, you, know, you, you want to wait until the end of the month. You're never going to yeah. stop hearing about this game. Do I have to play the previous six to understand what's going on? Well, I've got six installed on my PlayStation. There you go. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Um, fuck. Yeah, I wasn't, there was a state to play this week. I wasn't going to watch it, and then I couldn't resist the urge to watch it because um, it's Rebirth. Like, I'm definitely not playing the demo. I, like, I don't oh, yeah. fuck with demos when like, uh-huh. the game's not that far away, but... Just for just for context for for those who aren't aware, so Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is uh, the follow up to uh, remake, and uh, there was a demo that Shadow dropped that PlayStation may have spoiled by uploading it to the PSN store a day early. But still, they made a, a huge song of dance about it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the the demo itself covers uh, what I understand is the opening of the game, and on the on the opening title screen of that game, it indicates that if you play the demo, you can then skip that part of the main full release kind of thing. So, if you want to do that, then that's there for you. <laughs> holy shit! Uh, this game looks fucking incredible. Sorry, I paused. Like, yes. I, I went but, and then I was gonna go into the holy shit. This looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. And you started talking, so I just paused. Like, it's a nice little <laughs> video Easter egg for anybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my god. I didn't think yes. I was going to watch a, a state of play about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and be more excited than I already was. <laughs> I am feeling all the things when it comes to this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, wow. Holy Christ. Yeah. And it was short. It was 20 minutes long. I really mm-hmm. respected that. <laughs> Thank you for just, like, giving me bullet points. Like, give me a cool yep. trailer. That looked fucking great. There's lots of stuff in there that I recognize. <laughs> 400 new songs been recorded for this game, like orchestral arrangements and, and all sorts. Yeah, well, the, it'll be like the, tra- the the soundtrack for Remake had like lots of yeah, different yeah. variations on themes, which mm-hmm. I really liked. Um, so I imagine yeah, yeah. just on that. Because you got to remember is, like, Remake is like this much of Final Fantasy VII. And yes. we're about to get this much of final fantasy <laughs> 7 yeah when they when they showed the breadth of the of the map and how many regions it covers i audibly gasped <laughs> it was a holy shit this is going to be my whole life oh god this is all i'm going to be able to play for the rest of the year yeah um they, they showed some really interesting uh mechanics when it came to uh how you level up individual relationships within your party and the things you get to do with that and how uh, they've designed the side quests to all be meaningful and there'll be unique dialogue which happens between uh, the various different party members which go and take on these uh, on these side quests and how it unlocks uh, various uh, super moves for them or synergy moves. I, I, I forget what the combo actual term moves. is. Yes, combo moves. And uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's all amazing. And uh, to your point, Amy, it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, I will say that the... Uh, there was a preview embargo that lifted when the state of play ended. Uh, so many outlets uh, launched their preview and I took uh, the time to, to watch a few of them. Uh, 
in similar ways to how Final Fantasy 16 performed, uh, in a performance mode, it looks to be rendering around about 1080p, if not 900p, for the original uh, of the initial open world or the the exploration area. But when it comes to boss fights, then that's where they've really sunk the budget in, and it, and it's uh, amazing. And I'm sure you know there'll be a, a day one patch or three to uh, improve the performance to, to to uplift the quality of that going forward but uh, even so the the game looks amazing and uh given the events of remake and how it's not necessarily just a remake uh, or a remake of final fantasy 7 the original game because as you pointed out it's just pretty much the midgar section the remake the final fantasy 7 remake was the first part and the rest of it yes. is not a remake sort of absolutely and in my heart, at least, I won't say in my mind, but in my heart, anything is on the table kind of thing. And anything can happen and everything probably will happen. And I cannot wait. They can hurt you so much worse. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. But, they're, um, they're, they're, my heart's going to be broken it's, and it's going to soar and it's going to do all the things. Everyone's like, oh, my God, what did we get to this scene? And I'm just like, just wait. They're going to make it a hundred times worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing gonna... I'm sure of. But what was fascinating watching this, I mean, one, like, fuck yes, like, the the way they're talking about like the side the side quests and, and and like party relationships and stuff, I'm just like fuck yeah! Like I've complained a lot about a lot of open world games in the last ten years because side stuff just feels superfluous. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons, and I'll talk more about this in depth next week. One of the reasons I love um, Yakuza games so much, the ones I've played anyway, um, is because the side stuff doesn't feel superfluous, which I'm sure really can agree with me on that um yes um but what was really fascinating and i thought right when i was watching the state of play and i thought this was just because it was play i've been playing yakuza for the last two weeks but then i saw the same sentiment online <laughs> like i'm getting strong yakuza vibes out off of final fantasy 7 rebirth <laughs> like for everything yeah. that they're doing like in terms of like because i like i don't know if, how much moody was listening to what you were describing then but when you talk about character relationships being key key, but also driving gameplay mechanics when you talk about side quests that are meaningful and feedback into the main game i've just played that game for the last two weeks yeah <laughs> and i fucking loved it spoilers for next week i guess but like the <laughs> idea that the, the idea that they're taking all of that kind of stuff that i've loved in in this other game that i'm playing and putting in final fantasy 7 rebirth is what made me more excited for this game than I thought I could possibly be. Like, there's side stuff in Remake, and it was fine and whatever, and, like, you got a cool scene if you completed all of it, but the quests themselves were kind of pointless, and I hated doing them. Like, and, like, there was tons of stuff like that, and it it sounds like they took that feedback on board from fans and went, all right, cool, we'll just make it better. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck yeah. (laughs) You're doing everything, like... You're doing everything I wanted you to do. This never happens. <laughs> so I didn't get to watch this, That's like fair. I said at the beginning of this and whatnot. But I will say this: I uh, will be playing this either way. I'm gonna give it a go and everything like that. Even though remake didn't really click for me compared, to, yeah. but I don't have that Final Fantasy VII love compared to what yeah. you two have. Like I if see. it was Final Fantasy IX, I'm there. I'm like I'm gobbling that all down and everything. Like with when that is, if that is revealed, is I, 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 I do can't. still, I do still remember because um, we <clears throat> talked about remake, and I know you hadn't played all the way through it. And I do still remember when I told you how it ended <laughs> and what the game was actually about. The look on your face was like, 
oh, that sounds really cool. And I was like, right? Yeah. <laughs> I won't lie. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. I won't lie mm-hmm. whatsoever for that. And for fair play and respect to them and to them and that. And if I had the time to sure. go back through remaking how to do it, maybe, maybe, but I do not. Sorry to cut across you. Yeah, so I've oh, just completed I... a replay of remake. And uh, yeah, effectively with the chapter selection, it is like a new new game plus run and uh but it didn't take too long to do i think you can knock it out in around about 20 hours having said that obviously that's with new game plus and uh effectively new game plus with all your uh all your equipment upgraded and and all the abilities uh and just for additional context i have not played the original final fantasy 7 so all of my uh quote unquote love for final fantasy 7 comes from uh listening to the soundtrack uh (laughs) watching things like advent children hold on and uh, Amy's, Amy's gone to, to get a prop, but yeah, watching things like Advent Children, uh, playing uh, Crisis Core on uh, ah, the PSP. Went out of focus. Come on, man. <laughs> yep. Still out of focus. Oh, camera. <laughs> Why? It's the soundtrack on CD. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yep. And the, that's that's the one. The, the original. I bought that uh, soccer in like 2003. <laughs> I yeah. I imported uh, it from Japan. <laughs> Yeah, so so playing a, a few of the the spin-off games, I didn't get to judge Cerberus because I heard that was terrible. Uh, and uh, yeah, so even though I don't know the full extent of uh, everything that goes down in the original '97 release of Final Fantasy VII, uh, I know the one big thing <laughs> that people always sure. talk about, yeah. and I, I'm I'm really interested to see uh, how that may or may not play out in this one. It's got an art book. Well, you can tell us. Yeah. You can tell I'm part of it because it's all in Japanese. You, you <laughs> Sorry, that is fantastic. It's like you don't have the affiliation to the old to the old version, everything, but yeah. you're loving the new one. I think so. Like, yeah, I am looking forward to giving it a go and everything like that. Like, I love Final Fantasy. Like, Final Fantasy Nine is my favorite game of all time. I love Final Fantasy Ten. The new iterations haven't really clicked for me and everything like that. But at the same time, like. I still love Final Fantasy, so yeah. I'm like, I'm looking forward to this either way. So yeah, um, watch, just watch the story recap of, of remake. I think you'll be good with that. Well, I think I'll do. It'll probably yeah. be easy for me. Uh, to be fair, sure, the, someone's created a content video uh, on that. Well, as I understand YouTube. it, the uh, rebirth is going to launch with, I believe, a 17 minute uh, recap of everything that went down in remake. Oh yeah, baby. That yeah, that's good cool. Day. But um, yeah, on your to to like just to get you uh, like excitement levels up a bit, Mooney. Like this is a fucking like a drag. This looks like such a fucking like a dragon ass game. <laughs> like the game. I've got like... something to do when I finish the podcast, yeah. but I do intend to watch it. So nice. I'll probably watch it when I go to bed. You'll you'll get the vibes. Got... It's it's like mm-hmm. the game you're playing right now. It's so it was so surreal <laughs> watching it and being like, yeah. what yeah. the fuck. Oh, well, this is the thing why I, I feel like I need to get Like a Dragon finished. And I'm kind of glad, Boomerang, thank you a little bit now, that you didn't send me Persona. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me Helldivers. I'm returning that because I completely forgot I have to do the finish this subscription, like what you said this morning on the yeah, earlier, the, earlier mm-hmm. episode. I completely forgot, slipped my mind that. So I'm returning that either way. Like, I feel, um, like, I feel yeah. like I would have joined you on that, but I also, like, I'm just like, nah, not. Not right now. I, mean, maybe I completely no. forgot I put it on my boomerang list. I was intending to delete it. Maybe maybe it's, maybe it's later. Maybe it's like in the summertime or something. I'll see if I can get a gang together for it. But right now, I'm just like, I've just finished like Dragon. I kind of do want to play Persona. 
It's like, maybe this is the year all I play is JRPGs. There you and, go. And one game about a turnip robbing a bank. <laughs> like, first month, first five, six weeks of games have been mostly Japanese games, which it's you hear like years ago. Remember, like when we've spoken about like last year about the the, the, the Japanese man who says he didn't doesn't like the term JRPGs and everything. Jesus, mm. thank you very much. And and everything, and like we had a big conversation about it. Then another Japanese uh, developer came out and says he doesn't really care. He doesn't really that care was, about it. He says, it's a, that was the FF Seven director. That was this week. Uh, yeah, I saw yep. that. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's like. It's like it's a whole thing, but like remember, like uh, the that documentary about um, I just struck by squirrel for some reason. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> um, stroke of squirrel is not a euphemism, the audio listeners. He has a plushie the, next door. Next yeah, door. the indie <laughs> documentary where those indie developers uh, bitched uh, about the co- movie. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, them, and now look at them. Look at look at look at these amazing. Uh, Asian games that have come out and that have just been absolutely bangers for a lot of people. Tekken mm. is apparently brilliant. I hope to get to that soon. But like a Dragon, stay right now. I'm loving it. Jamie's, you're loving it and everything like that. Oh, I've loved it. She's finished it. I'm hoping to get to Persona, which would be my pretty much my truly first Persona, which I'm kind of excited to get to. And I'm excited for Final Fantasy VII up to the levels of U2 and everything like that. But I am still excited. It's still great to see the, the first two months have been basically... Asian games and they have been nothing but bangers for the most part. Mm-hmm. So it's like fantastic. Like heck, freaking Prince of Persia, great game. It was a really great game. It was. A, it, I hit a wall. I've heard it, really good things about it. Do you feel kind of bad that it's kind of gotten buried in these? Uh, it has <laughs> big hitters that have come out around it. Yeah. But I think that's just the nature of game, the games industry in general. Now I think like if you're releasing a, a game that's not like one of the big hitters, because the big hitters are hitting like a lot yep. in the last 18 yeah. months i think it's one of those things where it's like you got to try and find that that you've got to try and find your audience and not go for like the broad marketing approach because like you're I just gonna get buried like, like last year was everyone 2023 was the best game of gaming in game video game term let's not forget yeah, about we, the we, we, thousands we of layoffs it, it wasn't like that but yeah. yeah yeah but um I think the argument could be say 2024 has had the best start to a video game year so far, just from the first five weeks. Yeah. Which is incredible. So it's like, bring it on. I'm excited for this. And I'm excited for the what's the rest for 2024 and everything. So it's like really, really good. It's interesting to me, like, as someone who made a vow at the end of last year to, to be like, I'm not going to focus as much on new release games, but the new release games that are coming out are keeping my focus on them. <laughs> like... Not yeah. it's not me going. I have to review this, and then I have to review that, and I have to play this to have an opinion of that. It's me sitting back and just going, "Oh, but fuck! Like, I really want to play this. Like, and then, yeah, oh, yeah. I really want to play it, this. And then, by the time I've finished one, it'll be like well, the next one's coming out. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. it's all it's all it's about the, the the vibes and and what you're feeling in the moment, and and it's completely valid to to find that in a title that's just released or something that's on your backlog and something you haven't got to yet. And it's all completely yeah. valid and. uh in, in 90% of the cases, most of these games aren't going anywhere, kind of thing. So yeah, well, I mean, like, all... the, the game I played before uh, Yakuza was fucking Oracle of Ages. So. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> um, and Turnip Boy, but that only, I only played that in a day. So I, Technically, I also played the Silent Hill game last week, I guess. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You tolerated yeah, the Silent Hill game. You, you loved that game, I heard. I, heard I experienced it. the Silent Hill yeah. game. 
I won't oh, lie. God. Shout out to the the wallpaper you did for the last week's episode. Oh, Other the thumbnail. Yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> the thumbnail, that's yeah, it. Yeah, no, Brain wouldn't w- hear the name. I wish I'd come Blood. up. I wish I'd come up with the edit for the podcast. Someone literally just asked me, like, oh, how was the new Silent like how is the Silent Hill 2 trailer? Like, what do you think of the Silent Hill 2 trailer? And I saw the thumbnail and I went, I can edit this. <laughs> you can re-upload that. Uh, you can re-upload that thumbnail. It's, it's all good. You can replace yeah, it on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I hurt. That one hurt, I think. <laughs> I remember I remember years ago there was a podcast I wasn't on. Um Keith Russ and Tom were doing a podcast and, and they came up with it. one of the topics they came up with was like what game series franchises would you would do you want to see come back? And I wasn't on this podcast, but like obviously I watched it. Um mm. and like the first thing uh, I think it was Keith, the first thing Keith said was like, Well, I think we can safely say that Amy would want Silent Hill to come back. And I literally fucking marched on to next week's the next week's podcast before I let them get a fucking word in. I was just like, "Listen, dickheads, there is. I do not want Silent Hill coming back <laughs> because Silent Hill coming back means Unless. Konami because Konami would have to be involved." And like, <laughs> I I think about that moment a lot in the f- recent past, <laughs> where it's just like, mm, Amy was onto something in the past, <laughs> and it AB, AB for Soul Blooper Team. <laughs> It hurts. It's not even Blue I mean, we've got Silent Hill Ascension, which is still going. Oh, yeah, there is. Like, <laughs> somehow. Oh, it, every time I tab across on the, on the PS5, to, I, I get an ad for I get an ad for it as well, yeah. <laughs> um, and the short message wasn't a bad game. It just had a, it just had some significant flaws that I couldn't couldn't get past. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know who made that game. <laughs> That's the part. I don't think anyone... Like, there was no developer listed for it. So I don't know who made it. Like, I don't know if it was Bluebird doing like a, a small side project or what. But mm. I don't know. anyway, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth looks sick, and I can't it's wait. It's gonna, it. it's gonna be amazing. Three weeks today. Yeah. Th- yeah. Well, well, when the podcast comes out, three weeks yesterday. By the time, like three weeks, three weeks today, yeah. when the podcast comes out, I'll have already been playing it for fucking god knows how long. When, whenever the 29th rolls around in whatever you happen to be, depending on Funky Dunky uh, time zones, then yeah. I am buying <laughs> That's it. That's when it starts happening. Like, I know I have a rental list thing, but it's like, nah, I'm being that person that buys it to download it, to preload it, so I can just play it as soon as it unlocks. Like, I'm not waiting for the postman. <laughs> Fuck that. That guy's too slow. Every chance, there's every <laughs> chance Pat might screw you over. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did with Like a Dragon. There you go. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's finish up. The closer, as I've called it. I don't know why I did that. Um, I like it though. I like the closer. I'm glad. I'm glad you like the closer. Um, I just really uh, right. So uh, it's open critic head to head. That's what we're closing with. This is the game we play every week, where we try to guess the open critic average of upcoming games, and whoever guesses closest to the score at the time of recording gets a point. And if you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, ooh, friends, was I wrong on this one? Oh boy, <laughs> I hate. You know, it's one of those situations where I hate being right. Like, yeah, I hate it genuinely. Like, if you had been right and I had been wrong, I would have been like, thank. Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, so last couple of weeks we've been guessing open critic scores for the live service games <laughs> that have been coming out. Um, so we have one score um, out of three that we're waiting for, and it's a Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Vitz, you guessed it, we get an 82. Moody, you guessed it, we get a 69. <laughs> 
Nice. And I guessed it would get a, a 62. At the time of recording, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has an upper critic average of 59, which gives Amy the point. Ooh. That's the first point on the board. Our previous there you one go. was a draw. Congrats. Um, so we're off and running. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Speak, speaking, of, speaking of games with low scores, so uh, in the Fantasy Critic League, uh, I know obviously Power World was auto-drafted, and uh, I was having a look on Open Critic, and that game... Uh, at the moment, I think it currently sits at a 69. Uh, and that is only because one outlet decided to review that game and gave it a score of 29 out of 100. Wow. Now, I'm not sure whether this uh, this particular reviewer has a, uh, has, has a uh, Pokemon bias <laughs> or anything like that, but having seen uh, uh, the, the game in action and all the rest of it, it it is nowhere near a twenty. We need to do a, we need to do a fantasy critic update after this. Let's uh, let's finish up. Uh, I've just opened fantasy critic, um. But we'll do we'll finish this off first. So we're going to guess the open critic yep. average of two more upcoming games. We were going to guess the open critic average of Lice Fanger, the time warrior, time shift warrior, but it has a seventy eight on open critic. So no. Um. So first off, we're going to guess Banishers Ghost of New Eden. This is a new don't nod game. If I remember mm. rightly, um, that's been shown off at a couple of Xbox game showcases. Um, I believe I'm thinking of the right game, and if I'm not, I'm going to yep. embarrass the shit out of myself. <laughs> yeah, this is like uh, I believe the, the the characters are like uh, they the husband and wife, or or they're Something they're like uh, one yeah they're they're in ghost. they're in a relationship, and one of them is a g- 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 ghost. <laughs> so we'll I am thinking of the right game. Um, yeah. Yeah, so focus entertainment and maximum yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Maximum. Uh, I I believe this is gonna hit at a seventy-eight, please. All right, I've got fits down for seventy-eight. Moody, any advances on seventy-eight? Hmm. Oh no, I love Dot Nod. I won't lie; like I am a big fan of them. Not deck nine level, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go a little higher. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eighty-one. You fuckers can't keep doing this to me. <laughs> I've had a number locked in my head, but because every week I'm every week I've been the person who's gone lowest, and I'm just like one of you fuckers needs to undercut me here. Like it's not. This isn't fair. I'm really coming off like a fucking cynical bitch <laughs> um, so 69 75 no not that cynical <laughs> um and we've got mario versus donkey kong is the other other game we're going to check in with this is a remake i didn't know that yeah this yeah, is well, a you remake mentioned yeah. it in fantasy critic draft i don't know why i'm still holding yeah. a triple <laughs> i don't know why ever. it's your emotional support triple emotional fits what do you think uh, of mario versus okay. donkey kong I I would like to uh, put this one down as a 83, please. 83. Moody. God, I know you've got some uh, some personal ties to some this game. Some vested interest. Vested yeah. <laughs> interest in, in this game. Obviously, it's uh, like a, a 96, clearly. But no, uh, 88. Never fails. Except when no, it does. No. <laughs> unless, unless it's a 91 this year, it seems like that's the number to go for. <laughs> so, I had a number locked in my head for, for this one as well, um, which is 80. You want to be cynical? No. 
It was always A. I was always going A. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I um. I guess I'm. I'm just. You know. I'm just the Debbie down of this. You're the cynical bitch. This, yeah, that's, that's me. I'm the cynical yeah. bitch. It's working for me so far, though, because I'm in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, true. That is quickly, true. Just quickly, I just liked in Fantasy Critic on Vitz's sort of mentioning it. Um, there's been some yeah. some points and some movement. I'm just gonna read the standings out. So Vitz is currently in the lead. Two released games on uh, 32 points. Um, I'm in second place with one released game uh, with 20 points. It's me and me and Russ. Tekken versus Infinite Wealth, because uh, Russ is also on 20 points. Uh, yeah, uh, Moody, you're in fourth with one released game, giving you 12 points. Keith hasn't had any games come out yet. Elf Daughter has fallen into last place on minus 10 points. With two released I should go to third. I, I should go up to third tomorrow. Yeah, Life's Fine Girl will come out. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. El- Elfie's had um, two games come out. Helldivers 2 hasn't got any reviews yet. And the Inquisitor. Inquisitor. It's on a 60. Oi. <laughs> Ouch. She just went all in with all her games. She just went game, game, hey, game, game, game. I know somebody else who pulled that trick last year and it worked out pretty well for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no doubt, no and doubt. he's in the lead right now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so I, I'm going to do shopping my second character pick from Elf Daughter's list. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I just want to shout out. Nice snipe pick from me there, Amy. Oh, so you know what happened? I didn't realize you had bid for it. You know when we of did the pl- me, you bid for a Pokemon no, I game. Didn't, I didn't even realize anyone else had bid for it for days until I was oh. like, until I went into the league history to just have a look. Um, you know when we did the podcast right before the the bids closed the week that yeah. Pokemon, you mentioned Pokemon, Pokemon, yeah, black and white remake, a, yeah, and and so, in yeah. my head I've been like, Moody's been right about every fucking Pokemon for years. Mm. I think I even did it while we were doing the podcast. I'm pretty sure I just went on my phone and bid for it, so I didn't forget. Because I, I only put just one dollar for it. Like I, I thought, think I put five. Going. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in a privileged position on Fantasy Critic right now because tiebreakers are uh, ties are broken by projected points. My projected points is really low, <laughs> so I don't right, need to okay, over, I don't yeah. need to overbid because I'm like fourth in the projected points table or something mm-hmm. like that, or I was at the time. I think I was fifth. But you at the still time. are, yeah. You but still are. um, but it's like all right, yeah. It's like I I didn't like. I projected this first. <laughs> what? Hell yeah. <laughs> when did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> But uh, but yeah no um yeah it wasn't okay, a st- expect me first next week after Donkey Kong and Mario give me a ninety six easily <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't go. it wasn't a snipe it was literally just like Moody says Pokemon's coming out this year Moody's never been wrong about Pokemon I'm on a bid for this Pokemon game <laughs> please be a Legends game please be a Legends game please be a Legends mm-hmm. game instead <laughs> oh shit I better, I better get my bid yeah, so for a Legends my- game <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm feeling I'm feeling much better that. I didn't necessarily get Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, even though I could have with the with the uh, kind of demand I could put on there, because Elf Daughter is going in with a strong start of negative ten. I <laughs> think that that kind of quells whatever points Final Fantasy VII is going to bring in. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, that's it. That'll do it. Three hundred eighty nine, three hundred ninety next week. 10 more up 10 11 more weeks and we'll be doing a 400th episode of this podcast okay so you so did introduce week, the, we the you... more games reveal at least and sorry for putting in there 
No, I, I'm, I also apologize because you also introduced the podcast as episode 390, so I went in and changed it on the dot. <laughs> Did I? Oh, yeah. Shit. The, pro- uh, the problem is... What are those numbers? The, the problem <laughs> is, and I don't mean this is blame, I just mean this is like we were sat here for half an hour before the podcast started. <laughs> yes. Take a look at it, that's a lot of games. Hold on. It's one of it those is numbers, 389. Friends. It is 389. I was right. Okay, right. I'll change it back. <laughs> 390 next week, folks. Three ninety next week. I don't um, know what next to it. It is three ninety now. It's <laughs> very um, to remember. All right. Yeah. Next week we're reviewing, we're reviewing like Dragon Infinite Wealth. Come check it out. Hell yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Until then. Peace out. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Or, or like uh, Thingy says. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs>